Eli versus the world episode three. I was kind of waiting for you to like say the wrong episode number. No, you, you're good. We just talked about episode numbers. I'm not this is that stupid. You were talking about <laughs> stupid. Okay, I got a new microphone. Um, we had a problem with uh, so we re-recorded episode one because of uh recording software issues. We re-recorded episode two because of my mic issues, and now I have a completely new audio system, so we should be fine now. <laughs> See, it's not the quality of the people, it's the quality of the equipment. <laughs> it's the quality of your enjoyment that we care about here at Dusty Talks. No, we don't. Oh, fuck, we're... wait. No, no, I did it. <laughs> Dustin and Eli versus the world. There you go. Oh, so um, we should probably introduce ourselves if you're new to this. I'm Dustin. I feel like if someone's new to this and they go to episode three of a podcast, then I think they're the ones at fault. Okay, I can agree at episode three, but if we were like at episode 542, do you really expect people to go to episode one? What I do if somebody's like very fun to podcast, even to like 40s or higher, so I go to episode one and then the most recent one. I just realized there's actually... Oh, okay. I was about to say, there's no way for me to mute myself. And then I realized there's a button on the interface, so we're good. Yeah. <sighs> nice. Fucking nice. Eli. Are you here mentally now? Are you Are you ready? Are you fully functioning? I am... Okay, well, I'm never fully functioning. That's true. I am at... Mm, high functioning and low functioning, just like my autism. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what is this about Bullet Train? You watched a movie called Bullet Train. You're gonna have yes. to tell me what it is, cause I, cause I, I think I've heard that name, but I don't know. What you, I don't know what that movie is. Okay, first off, right off the bat, the only reason I've heard of the movie is because one of my friends was telling me about it. It's an action comedy film. Uh, Brad Pitt in it, Joey Keane, Aaron Taylor Johnson, so and so on are in the movie. So basically, in the plot of the movie, it is follows multiple characters with like different jobs of like assassinations of some kind whatever the fuck right what? and they're they're all on a bullet train like for different parts of the mission um that was a horrible horrible summary but can i give a better summary i'm looking it up right the now. the one from actually. wikipedia in the film wait, ladybug wait. a Ta- former no, seriously where, where do you see that i'm on wikipedia looking the second for the paragraph one- oh there it is <laughs> That's what, I'm looking for that. I was like, "Here's the plot." I don't know when you read all those paragraphs. Where's the read the second? Yeah, I'll I'll give you the honor it. of reading the second. Thanks paragraph to Dusty, I found it. So, Ladybug, a former hitman, must battle fellow assassins while traveling on a bullet train. And Ladybug is played by Brad Pitt. Why is he called Ladybug? So, in the movie, his character is called Ladybug. Uh, he actually thinks he has terrible, horrible luck. But in reality, it's the other way around. He's actually extremely lucky and all that stuff. Is this a good movie? Like, is it actually good? I think it is a good, funny movie. Um, If you like action comedy, if you like something that, that Dwayne Johnson should be in, you will like this movie. Okay. I like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yes. So, for context, uh, one of my friends was recommending it, and I was like, eh. I'll get to it one day. He was like, listen, hear me out. The trains, the train jokes. And I was like, okay, that's a fair start. Is and this he- like, 
What's Have up? you ever heard of a? Uh, is it called Plane? Is it Plane? You... It's like an '80s comedy movie. Look into that. There is a t- film Plane, a 2013 animation no. that is Disney. There's a 2023 film Plane, action thriller, shot and uh, you don't even know where it was recorded. Doesn't matter. Oh my uh, god, this makes me look airplane. Oh, it is a 1980 American parody comedy film. It takes place on an airplane. Oh, I see. It's yeah. Appar- I I I've seen it, but it's been a while. I every you describing train or bullet train kind of makes yeah. me think of airplane. So airplane, the parody comedy. Bullet train is like action comedy. So it's not like r- insane like comedy. That makes it. I don't know how to word that. Um, but one of to the characters you- is really is a huge fan of Thomas the Tank Engine, <clears throat> and that is what actually got my attention for wanting to watch the movie. I I just sent you a screenshot I've seen from the movie. Before. Yep, it's uh, so whenever they activate familiar. autopilot in the plane, an inflatable pilot pops up. That's what Danny Phantom's been referencing all these years. Okay, oh and Danny Phantom. God. There's an autopilot button, and um, I just lost the name. Um, the op center, and when you push the auto button, autopilot button, a air inflatable Jack Fenton pops out of it, and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious! I love it. Now I see where Butch Hartman got the reference from. <laughs> Dude, One of these days, I, we're gonna go a whole episode sense. without you referencing a Nickelodeon cartoon. I that I don't think that's possible. That is fifty percent of your personality. <laughs> that is a hundred percent accurate. Well, you gotta think about this dude. SpongeBob is a Nickelodeon cartoon. So if you're telling I can't go a SpongeBob reference, you know how difficult that is for my brain. Anything dude, I could be at like a serious funeral and I would probably make a reference if I saw one. I still want you to legitimately watch like new SpongeBob. I've tried. I've seen 2021 SpongeBob, and I could. I it actually kind of got gross, to be honest. I did not like it. Not like weird gross, but like, like um, like what? It part of it was kind of weird, gross. Like there were like moments of like puking characters and all that stuff, where like one fish character was made out of like slime and he blew up and his slime got everywhere and it was kind of nasty and i was like this isn't like just bad this is like actually nasty this is kind of weird and it's not just, like oh i have a weak stomach like i talked to my friends about new spongebob and a lot of them were like the older family members or whatever like we'll see it with the kid or something and new spongebob is like genuinely bad bad I, I, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> you're not missing out. I promise you, you are not missing out. But yeah, Bullet Train. Okay, one of the characters of Bullet Train, this, like I said, so he is a huge fan of Thomas the Tank Engine. Dude, that awokened, like, my childhood. Because when Did I was you younger, love Thomas the Tank Engine? I had a, I still do. My parents would not let me sell it. That is their one thing, which I don't know why. But anyway, I was a huge fan of the show, the movies. I remember watching them and like memorizing all the characters, which by the way, Percy, not my favorite. I actually was a fan of Diesel. And I remember in, in Bullet Train, uh, the character mentions Diesel because he talks about how everyone is related to, or everyone has the personality of a Thomas the Tank Engine character. 
and one of the quote-unquote bad guy characters is similar to it, uh, the Diesel character from Thomas. Um, and I had a huge set of Thomas toys, and I remember okay. like, what? So I'm going to say something controversial. Go. I feel like Thomas and Friends has a similar vibe to My Little Pony. Oh, no, I won't deny that i can see like what as you're far saying. as the as far as the basic structure why is it doing that do i what okay AnyCaster? i have a game Discord? no i have i have a game pulled up and a new caster is like the frame rate for a new caster went down severely but I, I think it's still recording me yeah i my waveforms look fine <laughs> sorry we're gonna just we're just gonna trust in the program that it's are working you sure game you don't want to check since we're only 9 no, so i pulled it up i pulled it up and the waveform looks fine it's just like whenever i have another window maximized my window so like it's on my secondary screen but it's oh. not like the it's not the current window so the frame rate for the windows down i think that's just normal i think yeah. i've just never had a waveform open like that before that's probably i think it's normal because because what i did was i switched over to the screen and my the waveform from the last minute or so looked completely normal, so I think it's fine. Okay, I've had that happen before too, where I've like, let's say YouTube or something is on a separate monitor, and for some games or some situations, like, it's just optimized weird, and the YouTube buffers or lags, and it's like, why are you lagging? Not like lagging, like the video lagging, like the web page itself. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I get it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, bullet train's good, and I'm not gonna lie. So this friend who's recommending it, he only recommended it like twice. And I, I'm sure everyone's like this. The more someone recommends a movie, a show, something, it, it gets annoying. Like, with all due respect, it, it does get annoying. One of my best friends, love him to death, but he would recommend Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Yeah, yo, <laughs> Which yo. one? Which friend? Oh, hi, Colin. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> yeah, Colin. He was recommending me anime too much. Like, he would call me, like, yo, just finish the season, check out the show. And Colin, I remember, like, there was one time you called me, like, five times in a week, and every time you asked me if I saw the show, and it's like, my brother, we need to talk. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not gonna make fun of Colin on the show. But, you know, if, if if you recommend something too much, it genuinely gets annoying. And for me, if the more you recommend something, the more I actually don't want to do it. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is about starting podcast episodes, but every podcast episode I start, I immediately have to burp a lot, and I also keep sneezing. Yeah? I think I'm allergic to making podcast episodes, <laughs> but it's manifesting in burping, if that makes sense. Okay, if, if I had allergies, burping is probably not that bad of a reaction, considering you could have like a full-on rash from allergies. Somehow it can even be death. I would take burping. <clears throat> oh, dude. So British people are funny, right? Um, yeah. Wait. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean by wait? <laughs> I don't. I mean. I, I don't think starting a sentence with British people are funny is. <laughs> Just ex explain. <laughs> Never mind. Just, I, 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 I trust Can you. Can you read that for me? I, I feel like you better not title this episode British People Are Funny because British people are great, wonderful people. Yeah. We love the British. 
If you guys one okay i feel like if there's one nation in the world that we're allowed to discriminate against it is Britain, we're not no you're considering... not allowed to discriminate against anyone well what i'm saying though if you were hypothetically it would be britain because britain was the country that basically uh, basically colonized the entire world at one point so who popularized like cruel humor not dark humor cruel <laughs> crude humor <laughs> <laughs> who invented being mean I, I i think we can be mean towards them <laughs> the Brit- we can be mean towards the british no we Eli can't says. we can't be mean towards british people <laughs> we like british people <laughs> this is this is <laughs> I want to go back to talking about either allergies or recommended media. I don't want to keep talking about British people. Okay. I wasn't done. Fine, go. It's not even what I have to say doesn't even matter because the subject changed. But British people, one of the terms that they have for allergies is honey fever. If you have allergies, you have honey fever. And isn't that kind of a cute terminology? Like, you sneeze, and somebody's like, are you all right? Are you sick? And you're like, no, nah, it's just honey fever. Oh, that's hilarious. This is adorable. I think British people come up with brilliant terms. Oh, I think that's actually genuinely really funny. I'm not going to lie. But now I understand what you're saying. Sometimes makes... I wish I was British just so I could use some other terminology without it being weird. Oh, I see what you're saying. It... <sighs> Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know if I care. I don't want to say I like being Chinese so I can make Chinese jokes, but I mean, it. let's change the topic. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if I like being Chinese. No, I'm not like, oh, I wish I was a Chinese. No, I wake up every day like, yeah, I'm Chinese. Let's go. This has got to be both the worst and the best opening to an episode we have. No, I'm, I'm full of Chinese pride. I'm satisfied with how I was I'm satisfied with how I was created. I live life Happy. Live, laugh, <laughs> live, laugh, noodles. Okay, I don't know. Please write this. I'm not leaned over my keyboard right now. I can't. Ugh. I am being Chinese. Live, laugh, noodles. He writes slowly. Being Chinese is cool. It is. I I don't know how else to explain it. Like I'm not saying like, oh, if you're white, you're wrong. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's okay to be any race. I'm just saying for me. Eli, Eli really should just say it's okay to be white. Well, it, are you saying it's not? I want you to a, say it as a full sentence. No, I can't. I can't say that and get away with it. <laughs> Just because I want to have it as a as a sound clip. No, like as a non-white guy, I have to be careful what I say. Oh fuck! As a white guy, I have to be careful with what I say. We do, but in different ways. You and I have to both be careful what we say. But you not and I are same. similar, my friend, but yeah. different in many ways. We both feel fear. <laughs> <laughs> 
God okay, damn back, it. Back, <laughs> back to no more pride of your race. Back to talking about <laughs> recommending movies and not recommending allergies. Fuck. <laughs> okay. That, that character looks like C-3PO. Your character does? Who? No, dude, I, wa- I walked past the character and Elder Scrolls Online and it looks like C-3PO. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Jeez. Oh, okay. what were we even talking about? We were talking about recommending movies and all that stuff. But I was saying, really? Or, yeah, and I was like, okay, when Colin recommends... It's not even just Colin. If anybody recommends to me, like, oh, try out the video game, watch the show, play the game. Or, sorry, I said it twice. Yeah. Watch a movie. The more you recommend it to me, the to be honest... The less I want to actually go enjoy it. Yeah, I know. Because remember, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Rick and Morty when it was in its height, you adamantly refused. Because everywhere I went, people would talk about it, recommend it, like quote it, and it's like it. It got to a point where it's not to me like, oh, I'm a hipster, I hate mainstream. It's oh, this is like genuinely annoying. Did you ever think that maybe it was just because it was genuinely a good game? Or not a show. good game, but a good show. I think Rick and Morty is a good show. I do oh, yeah. like it. But I don't if, if you keep telling me about something, it, it gets annoying. I mean, don't I, I mean okay, if I recommended it to you, let's say me say it's free, right? A free to play game every day. Uh I can't think of an example right now. Holy crap. Let's just say Genshin Impact for the conversation. If I recommended Genshin Impact to you every single day, wouldn't that get annoying? Yeah, I mean, it would get annoying, but that's because I don't like that kind of game. Okay. Um, let's take something you do like or something you are into. Nothing. <laughs> Fair. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back a second. What even what even kind of game is Genshin Impact? I sh- I should not say I don't like it considering I don't even really know what it is. It's an open world um it's like an RPG. It's like yeah. an anime RPG, right? It's uh action RPG, by the way. <clears throat> there we go. I might like it. So Genshin Impact is free to play. It's for PC, mobile, and also PlayStation. It Have you ever played Xbox. it? Yes. Um, Genshin Impact has cross-save, by the way, and cross-plat. Ooh, well, considering yeah. I, don't, I don't... my Okay, we're not... Oh, wait, okay, I know we're on so many different tangents, I promise we'll tie them all up, but... I don't believe that. Oh, <laughs> fucking speaking of, uh, we decided to keep one of the Xboxes for the living room. Okay. I feel like that's a good idea. No, that I, I told you, yeah, keep one, sell the second one. You probably yeah. sell it for how, basically how much you bought it for because it's barely used and you got a good sale on it to buy it. Um, anyway, now, real quick for Genshin Impact, yeah, open world action game. It Yeah. A lot of people don't like to play Genshin Impact because it is a gotcha game with the whole, like, they get you with microtransactions. Um, is that like, what that means? Yeah, gotcha means, like, they trick you with the <gasps> microtransactions and you end up spending thought... a bunch of money in it. Oh, no. What'd you think of me? I th- I thought gotcha was a Japanese term for something. Um, no. Like gotcha. I don't no. know. I gotcha. Know. Like so if a phone stupid. is a gotcha game, that means it's known for tricking people into like having a microtransaction. Basically addiction, to be honest. Um. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just 
I just assumed you guys, because you guys would use that terminology a lot, especially you. I just thought mm-hmm. it was a weird anime term. Like, oh. um, okay, what's a what's an anime term used in video games a lot? An anime term used in video okay, games. Okay, wait, Japanese term. Fuck. A Japanese. Term I just referred to in... Japanese as anime. <laughs> uh, okay, let's start all over. A Japanese term. Okay, a used Japanese video, video game. games. Let's say there's a video game made in Japan. Okay, Pokemon, Final Fantasy, so on, so on. Are there certain wait, wait, categories wait, wait. of games that are Double unique to Japanese games? Uh, Please help me. Please dig me out of this say, hole. Say that, say that question again. Let me make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> okay, so I thought gotcha okay. was like a Japanese word. I thought it meant something else. Like I okay. thought it was like you guys were calling it a gotcha game. Like it's a gotcha category game. But no, you mean like got you like got you yeah with microtransactions Mic- and yes. i feel extremely stupid for that it's but a- i'm trying to f- defend myself by saying there are some categories of video games that are japanese words and now you can't think of anything like like for example isekai that's a japanese word oh for i see what you're anime. asking I thank you okay to answer your question, no. The only thing I can really think <laughs> of is JRPG, which is a Japanese RPG. To answer your question, no. Yeah. I mean, because if you take the weeb, ter- I'm gonna call them weeb terms, and I know that's Thank very you. wrong, but Japanese. that's what you're, but that's what you're talking about. Weeb. Yes, terms. that's yeah. why I said anime first incorrectly. Yeah, no, because any, it basically would be the same as weeb terms if that makes sense now i don't yeah. play that many japanese video games so i'm really not the best person to ask i'm only into anime and manga how dare you you're not even really into manga i actually really like manga but the problem is is that manga is very expensive and, yes uh, and i don't really care to pirate also i'm gonna be completely honest and you can cut this out i got shit so bad <laughs> please mark the time I, I am. I made a typo. There we go. Okay. Just play Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man. I am back. Are you done shitting? Yeah. We're all good. Dude, mark the time we came back. I did. I also marked okay. the time I left. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> gotcha games okay. and terms. Okay, let me just talk about Genshin Impact. I did not play much Genshin Impact. I put a total of like only 10 hours, which is nothing. Well, okay. actually, that's more than you. So it's something. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you will like the game because Genshin Impact does have kind of a grind to it, if that makes sense. Imagine if Breath of the Wild, like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, was anime. And microtransactions. Okay. Yeah. So, don't know if it's your thing or not, but maybe it would be. Now, when it, I know you... Okay, you're playing Elder Scrolls Online right now, correct? Yeah. We know you like that game. It's yeah. A, and here's the part that I'm actually interested in. It's an MMO, and it has, like, dailies. I don't know if it has raids, but it, it's an MMO. And to my knowledge, you're not really an MMO guy. So what got you an ESO? Elder Scrolls. That's it. I just, I like the universe of Elder Scrolls a lot. And it got me over mm-hmm. the hurdle of playing a uh, MMO game. Can we try ESO like way back then? I tried it in 2016 on Xbox One. Did not like it. 
And then we waited and then tried it one more time. I think 2021. Yeah. So much better. Also, to be fair, we also only got it for five bucks. Elder Scrolls Online is genuinely, from the perspective of somebody who doesn't typically like MMOs, it is a fun game. Okay. Like, it is... It's really easy for people who have never played an MMO before to get into. Yeah, the game's not too challenging. The The combat system doesn't feel too overcomplicated. I feel like a lot of ESO fans hearing me say this are probably, like, cringing. Uh, get over it. <laughs> As somebody who's not too familiar with ESO, I think it's pretty easy to get into. And I oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And it's it's simple. It's easy. I'd argue it's fun. Mm-hmm. It, when I play it, I skip all the dialogue, all the... I mean, that's fair. There's a lot of dialogue. There is. I'm there just for the gameplay and to play with friends. Except you and I, no one's really like it, but we got some other friends who might like it. So, you wrote as one of your topics. What do you want to talk about for ESO? I just, um, yeah, we were just going to talk about how, like, I just wanted to talk about how, like, I've gotten back into it. Because it's been a couple of months since I last played the game. I kind of fell out of it, but, like, I don't know. There's there's a lot to do, especially like um daily stuff to do, like your daily quests or daily radiance, mm-hmm. like crafting stuff and doing miscellaneous tasks. Like there's always something to do in the game. And if you like say I think the closest game really is Skyrim. If you like Skyrim a lot, it has a lot of similarities to Skyrim. You made a comparison that sounds like a duh, but it took us a minute to process this. It it's Skyrim but World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's like Skyrim. It's like yeah. if Skyrim and World of Warcraft had a baby. Yep, I Genuinely. never played. I never play well. I'm not really into well, but there's when I play ESO, I play casually. I'm definitely not trying to grind away or anything like that. But I do like it a lot. I oh yeah, um, Emma made a good example. Uh, mm-hmm. she talked about how me liking ESO is similar to her liking. Was it the Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic? I think it's the Old Republic, right? Which one's the MMO? Um, oh, uh, I actually cannot remember. I, I think, think Knights of the Old Republic is the MMO. Okay, no. well, whatever. Wait, whatever one what? is. What? Okay, well, whatever one is the MMO, Star Wars. Yeah. She she doesn't like MMOs, but she likes it because it is Star Wars. Like the yeah. universe is really important because, like, if you like the universe, you'll play the MMO, and so. I like ESO. I don't like MMOs. Emma likes the Old Republic, doesn't like MMOs. There's got to be an MMO out there, Eli, that you would like just because of the universe. Dude. I never thought of that. You're on to something. <laughs> is there a D&D MMO? Uh, what? Of course there is. Fucking Neverwinter is a D&D MMO. I don't Remember, know, I got never, you to play. Is Neverwinter considered an MMO? It, yes, Neverwinter. Are you oh, kidding? It is, dude. I only put two minutes into Neverwinter. I legit made I know, my character, and that was and then... before you. That was before you started playing D and D. So I bet mm-hmm. if you and I went in and played some uh, Neverwinter sometime, you would immediately recognize. Oh wait a minute, this is literally yeah. the universe of D and D. It's a D and D MMO. Eli. It's made by Wizards mm-hmm. of the Coast. Actually, it's not made by Wizards of the Coast, but it does say that they collabed with, uh, not Wizard, but just the people who were well, the you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, there's actually is a game called Dungeons Dragons Online, uh, 
20, 2016. Oh, this is not the right one. This thing's old. Hold on a minute. But mm. just to get back to it, I, I also think I actually did genuinely like Neverwinter for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. I played it. Like, I think I got to like level 50 or something. But I tried getting you guys to play that game with me because I mm-hmm. thought it was genuinely a nice, fun game. And I think if you gave it more of a chance, I think you would actually like it. Yeah, I'd be down to give it one more try. I don't know. Like, either what... that or play ESL a little bit because now that you have some. Because I feel like. I feel like MMO games, especially fantasy MMOs and playing D&D, they have a lot of similarities because you're you're in a you're in a fantasy universe and you're role playing as characters. You're interacting with NPCs and doing like quests together, but like mm-hmm. you're with your other people, you're in a party. It's it's a similar concept. It's like but instead of like having it all like freestyle in your brain with paper and rolling dice and stuff you have a video game platform set up i i mean mm. it's a, it's very similar no what happened <laughs> oh well, one second eli what where are you going i didn't go anywhere tracy talk with legacy just crashed well right? why i don't know it just crashed i mean it's a new game i'm not surprised or anything but dude when was the last time you saved Oh. Oh. That is a fad. Rest in peace. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, never once I will. I'll definitely give one more try. I don't remember. You know, I remember when we were talking about Neverwinter. I think it was only you, Matt, and I who were interested. So I actually, I don't think that's why I got far. <laughs> Well, I, again, it, mm. there have been so many MMO games that I've tried to get you guys to play with me. Yeah. <laughs> you and Emma specifically. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually genuinely kind of strange how you don't like MMOs, yet you love D&D. I, I would think, argue it's actually kind of strange. I don't think those two are comparable, though. If anything, because it, it, MMO to me, you have to, obviously got all the bunch of people but a lot of mmo games are grind and i like role-playing games and i like D and i think that's a much better comparison would you argue that D is just a very long grind because let's say let's say you're playing a D campaign where it's not just like you do the campaign and then you're done but you continue to keep the same characters and you go and do other campaigns yeah the ones where people like the campaign for people like yeah, ten years later we're still playing a campaign. We've had like three characters each. We've been going on yeah, for so long. Wasn't there isn't there yeah. like a famous D and D campaign that's been going on since D and D first came out? Something like that. He's been playing for forty years, I know that part. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like that is that could be called like a just a long grind because you're constantly just you know, it's much longer than just playing a game. <laughs> that's fair. See, here's the part that I think is makes more sense, and I think it's more confusing. I love D and D, but in video games, I don't like most of those stories. But you know, to me, D and D is not is less of a game and less of role playing, and it's more of having a conversation with people. If you want the honest truth, it's it's definitely it definitely tickles yes. the socialization part of your brain. It does. Which so explains me- why Emma, for example, not to shut up Emma, but Emma doesn't like socializing that much. So, like, that and, is why she doesn't care for it. Yeah, and I am probably the most social person we know. 
you are a social butterfly, yes. my friend. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember when we were in middle school and early high school, you claimed that you were not a social person. I and remember that, those conversations. That was a lie. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that was a lie. <laughs> now, when I play, I've told you this though. When I play D and I'm not gonna sit in here on the show. I am really into the role playing, but I'm not into like, okay, let's say a story. I'm into like, okay, let's get you thinking. You tell me you're gonna persuade a person. Cool. But don't roll yet. I want you to give me more. How are you persuading them? What are you saying? The better you're. Like, pers- I don't mean to stop kind of you, stuff. but I think we've talked about this in the past two episodes. Probably, to be honest, because you really is, like yes. to talk about how you're a good DM. <laughs> I don't. I don't say that. That makes it sound like I'm bragging. No, you are. You. You know what? I'm going to defend you and tell you that you are a good DM and you should be allowed to brag. Thank you. We just finished our opening story arc. And we're about to so is this arc. is so the playthrough that you guys are doing is this gonna be like you guys keep the same characters after the campaign? Yep. Um, if we're like playing for like a year and everybody's like level twenty, I might be like, okay, let's all start over. But w- we get there when we get there. When do okay? What's the top D and D level you can be? Technically, pretty sure it's twenty. Um, and then wait, like, can you still like level up after that? Like after twenty. You... I don't actually think you can, to be honest. What can you do after 20? Die. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't know what happens when you get to level 20. Because there's no, like, the book and all, there's no more stuff after level 20. I mean, you Oh, DM, would it just be homebrew after that? It would think? be. So, like, okay, let's just say you get more health and all that crap. Because I don't know what else you would do at that point, to be honest. Now I want to look into like MMOs for a universe I like. The problem is that a lot of franchises I like are like fucking not. I was big gonna ones. joke and say a Ben Ten MMO, <laughs> but Dude, that's not I, how Ben Ten works. No, it's not. I have been talking to people though, and I'm like, okay, I have this dream that will never happen, that there will be a Ben Ten open world game. Now, our friend Ben, he was like, to be honest, dude, that would be awesome, but the franchise is so like. You got you find the diehards. It's not trendy. It's not like popular like currently. And with the reboot, a lot of the Benton fans are like hiding, is what I consider it. So hiding, we're not hiding, but we don't like walk around with like our green flags, right? Like let's go Benton. Um. Well, yeah, because that would be incredibly dorky. <laughs> it would. It's like I don't want to say our franchise is dead because the community is still active on like old theories like talking about this the previous stuff but i mean you know i think the reboot did get did the reboot get canceled i don't know but point is ben 10 not tr- like going on anymore but i would love to see a ben 10 video game especially with the oprah world one made by the people who made that spider-man game uh insomniac see All you and awesome. i are interested in different things i would love to see what you would have been li- would have turned out like if you grew up on cartoon network instead of nickelodeon yeah, because to be honest, Ben 10 and like two other franchises are the only Cartoon Network show that grew up on. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Wait, was Ben 10 Cartoon Network? Yeah, dude. <gasps> hey, do you, do you want to feel like a little bit? Okay, I'm going to make you feel a little bit of yourself. I clearly love this franchise. It wasn't until 2021 I realized the creator, Man of Action, is not one person. It is a group. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay, Man of Action are the people who made Ben 10. They also made Big Hero 6, Generator X. I oh, thought, okay. Yeah, I thought Man of Action was one guy, and that was a Because name. of the name? Yeah. Nope. It is actually a group. Huh. 
Yep. Oh, it's a studio. Okay, not a group. It's a, it's a full-on studio. <laughs> Is he like gonna go work at a man of action now? I don't think they want me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they want me. Let's you show see. up at their front door dressed up as Ben Tennyson, and you're like, I really like Ben Ten. And then they'll like, like call the cops. <laughs> you're like, cool. You are not the first. And you definitely would not be the last. Oh, the reboot's still going on. Nope, I lied. It got concluded. Okay, yeah, no, Ben 10 is air quote done. So all of us fans are gone. And <sighs> I mean, it makes sense why mm -hmm. it would be done, though, because like it was a kid's show for our generation and everybody's adults now. They'd, yeah, have, I... to they'd have to do something completely different if they wanted to continue it because Ben 10 would have to like grow up and shit. It would. And having a, an, an MMO like for D&D, it's like, it's most MMOs, because D&D really is just your typical fantasy universe, like Lord of the Rings and all of them, so finding an MMO for me would be generally difficult. At least in my opinion. Watch there be one out there that's like perfect for me, like the perfect genre, perfect like story, perfect gameplay, we just, none of us have ever heard of it. I don't know how to self-heal. Um, I don't know. Elder Scrolls Online anymore. Oh, so how do I heal myself? I don't know. So, I want to talk about um, how I can't remember ESO and I can't read my topic. There it is. Okay. okay. My struggle of transferring... One of your struggles. One of my many struggles of transferring my Balloon Tower Defense 5 stave. This is important to me, Tracy. Okay. Not oh, she, is she giving you shit for your topics? Y yes. Now, for context, I am a huge fan of the Balloon game. I've been playing them since 4 came out. I remember going back on the old. Isn't it ones. pronounced Balloon because there's no A? No, it's pronounced like a normal Balloon, but it's B-L-O-O-N. I don't know why. Don't ask. I think it is a little stupid, but it's whatever. But I've been a huge fan of the franchise. I played the other ones too. I spent years and years of playing the fifth one on my iPhone throughout the years and as I got newer iPhones I would transfer my save like in class and church it was, it was kind of like my stay awake like method and I am really proud of myself too when I will play the game I will still be able to like hold conversations or like listen to the teacher and all that crap because as I played the game more and more I got super familiar with it it got to the point where I it barely took any of my focus because I knew what I was doing anyway I switched to an Android phone uh recently but I still managed to keep get my save off of my iCloud on my iPad. I was like, cool, I actually still have this. Sweet. And then I, every now and then, I would try to transfer it from my iOS devices to my Steam uh, version of the game. And I could never figure it out. Some people said they've done it. A lot of people say you can't. But if some people are saying you can, I wanted to figure it out. Finally, after years of trying to figure this out, I finally figured out how to do this. And I'm very, I was so excited that I made a Reddit post. And did I you mean, tell other people how you did it? And then yeah, did I went else to respond. Nope, nobody <laughs> responded. But I went to the <laughs> I went to the Ninja Kiwi Discord server, went to the Balloon Star Defense Five text channel, and I was like, "Yo, am I allowed to post Reddit links?" Nobody responds. I'm gonna just send this. I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to. And I sent a link to how I did it. Nobody cared. But I'm proud of myself. I'm genuinely really. I'm happy. proud of you, Eli. Thank you. Um, a TLDR if anyone's curious, and if you want more information, it's on the Ninja Kiwi subreddit. But basically, you just need to access your phone's files, which in iOS is a lot stupider. 
than anything else. So I had to download the app to access my phone's files. And then from there, I took them and uh, put them into my Steam folder. But I probably have more hours in this game than Emma does in Destiny 2. And on the Steam version alone, Emma has 1,100 hours. Like, words cannot describe how happy I was. I um, I just hit day 500 in my daily chest. I was at 480 before I quit the game. Oh, did you start playing it again? Yes. Like, no, I'm serious. It's been my hyper-focus. Have like, you moved on from Call of Duty? Right now? Yes. <gasps> I told you it would happen. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew it would happen. I never denied you. Like, okay, but really picture, like, what I'm... What I, I basically, like... It's the same level of rediscovering a childhood game. Like, you're cleaning your attic or your bedroom, and you find a game you haven't seen in years. That's how I feel right now. And your save is still there. That's how I feel right now. It's awesome. But, dude, this took forever. Holy crap. Well, I am proud of you. Thank you. You were asking me about, like, why don't I just, like, not worry about it and just start all over and just keep the uh, iPad for that save? I hate starting all over in games. And what I hate even more is having multiple saves in a game. Which, okay, you're playing ESL right now, right? Do you think you'll ever make a second character? No. Okay, not for the same reason, but why? I just, I, like, I like the character I made. Okay. For me, I would not make a second character unless I wasn't satisfied. Because I, I know you have, like, the linked bank or inventory or whatever through your characters. But going through everything again, I don't want to do that. Um, I had all three classes of Destiny 2. And to be honest, I actually hated it. So eventually I got to the point where I only cared about one. I hate playing like multiple Minecraft worlds at once. That's why if I'm playing one world with some people, I won't start another world with other people until the first world is like finished or like we're burnt out. Because I don't like starting a little and I hate having multiple saves. It's it's annoying. No, I'm, I'm 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 on the same page as you, dude. Like okay. having multiple saves. <laughs> yes. Especially Destiny. I don't like it in Destiny because like you have mm-hmm. to read. Oh, let's because Destiny. Even if you're playing as just one character. It will take you the entire time to do everything in a season. But, yes. like, imagine doing it three times, which yeah. is only for, like, people like Emma who, like, like the game that much. But when you do it that much, it kind of gets to a point where it's, like, it's, like, well, not kind of. One character already is a grind. Imagine multiple. And for the balloon situation, I mean, if it, 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 when I lost my GameCube progress, like, my memory card got wiped. That was so much progress. And dude, all the work of balloons, I had like everything unlocked. Almost every map completed. I was like, yeah, I'm not starting over in that. That is so much work. Like it generally would take hours and hours to get it back. I I refuse. And that's why I was so determined to transfer it. Which I finally did, thank God. Uh, nice. Yes. Thank you. You talk about something, Mr. I'm playing ESL. You told me to play ESL while we were doing this. Yeah. I will say you are responding better than... Okay, last episode, was it you were on Reddit? I can't keep track anymore. We have so many failed recordings. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) None of them are because of us, everybody. It's because of the technology. Eli and I have terrible luck with technology. I hope I sound good this episode.
Uh, we'll find out. My Discord <laughs> just had a quick, a small lag spike, but we're all good. <laughs> we're good. Everybody stay calm. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about? Oh, I need high? to tell you what I did yesterday at work. Go. I, I was at this. I just hit the fuck out of the microphone. Oh, um, I was like, "What's up?" Wow, that was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Cause it's, it sounded like okay, like a metal like rod, like when you bump, hit it, and it makes a cool resonant sound. Res- oh yeah, resonant. Re- yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Anyway, I was at I was at the studio yesterday because I had you know internship, but then I stayed over because uh, Big Boss. He wanted me to work on distributing their podcast that they do. And okay. um, I sat there and I was like, after my internship at 4 p.m., I was like, well, I, I could just stay over. I could just stay here and like finish it up. It shouldn't take me that long. All I'm doing is taking, you know, the 87 episode podcast that they have on YouTube and transferring it all over to Anchor to distribute to actual like podcast platforms. Because they've okay. had a podcast for 87 episodes, but they didn't have it on podcast platforms. Anyways, oh. um, Eli, I left the building at 9 p.m. Jesus Christ, what time did you start? Four. Oh my God, fuck, dude. No breaks. I took no oh. breaks at any point. I was just doing that. Wow. I spent five hours in the studio, and by the time I got up at the end of it at nine, everybody else had left and the lights were off. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, hello, dude!" Hey, that was me in the building. Fuck. Um, I, I picture you like hella hyper focused. Like I was, and a lot wow. of it was just a lot of it was just copy pasting and filling out episode numbers. Fucking. Why um, can't you do that for our stuff? Excuse you? Yeah, I said it. What? Do you, what, what <laughs> no, actually explain it. Uh, I just mean, why can't you focus that good on our show? On our show? Excuse you? <laughs> well, being home doesn't make a huge difference versus being at the studio. And that, that is why I stayed at the studio, so I could focus on it. But that's, that's it fair. was like, fuck. After I got off, after I finished uploading the last episode, I literally stood up and yelled, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That was, I... yeah, the hyper-focus of the fucking week. My hands still kind of hurt from the copy-paste, copy-paste motion I kept doing over and over again. See, when I do copy-paste and all this stuff, I, I'm positive you did the same thing. I do keyboard shortcuts for everything, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm i very, like, when I sit down, I'm glad I have broadcasts on for, like, voice chats with the guys because I, like, keep moving, keep adjusting until I am perfectly set and what, what's really annoying is when I get up and I get back down, I have to do the same thing. I mean, it doesn't take me like 20 minutes to get comfortable, but it takes me a good like 30, 20 seconds. Because every time mm. I have to adjust my keyboard, make sure my arms are good, make sure my legs are good, all that stuff. But then I'm good for like the next 20 hours. Well, not actually, but you get the idea. No, I get it. But, oh man, that, that does sound painful on your wrist. Ouch. Um... Fuck. How's work been going? You haven't been happy with work recently. No. Um it's just the same old like problem with yeah, you have with every job. But I am actually looking around for like an entry level oh, yeah. uh work from home job. I'm not successful when I'm looking around. Yeah, I mean it, it's work from home jobs 
people who get work from home jobs don't look for a work from home job. They it, it just happens, you know. I I have one situation where actually someone did. So my best friend, their father, years ago, he was talking to a friend, and that friend mentioned working from home. And this would be like I don't know when this was, but it was before 2000. And ever since then, this uh, person like looked into working at home, figured it out, and he's been doing it ever since. And he he would tell me, I was asking, okay, so you've been doing it probably the longest I know of anyone. What's it like working at home? And he was saying there are a lot of benefits, a lot of cons, they're pretty self-explanatory. On one hand, you're home, you save money and gas, you don't take time on having to go out, yada, yada, yada. If you have downtime in your job, but not too much, your chores, you can get them all done easily. And he said the downside, though, of working at home is you're stuck at home, like, all day. So Yeah, and mm-hmm. I could definitely see, like, if you're working from home, it, it mm-hmm. takes a mental toll on your body because then, not, not your brain, fuck, a men- it takes a mental toll on you because you start associating your home with your workplace and yeah that having that natural separation between work and home is really nice so whenever that's mm-hmm. gone you what, get what i've I mean? noticed for him i didn't even put two and two together until you just said this but it makes sense his he has a separate room in the house just for his computer for work i would do the so, same thing yeah so when he's done working i would assume he leaves that room and has yes. a separate computer and everything that's what i would do mm. Yeah, that's what I plan to do is have could be so annoying. But have you a don't... work computer and then my gaming computer. I actually okay. have like a full on Wait, not even that though. You the the room thing is what matters, Yelly, not the computer. Oh, it's obviously. the room. Yeah. Like you have to change your environment. Yes. So your your house, I don't I don't understand how you're gonna make that work. I'm right now I'm not sure either. <laughs> we get there when we get there. But in the future, I do plan to have an office room and then, like, the game room. Uh, if my house is big enough, I also plan to have a D&D room, too. But, you know, Eli, one step at a time. The man cave. <laughs> Dude, I call this game room my man cave. It's not the that best is man not cave a, out there. That is the most depressing man cave. It has no, one it is lazily not. hung up strip Actually, of... actually, <laughs> as somebody who... <laughs> no, I'm not getting mad. But I'm gonna argue you as somebody who sees constant setups on my what YouTube I watch and what Reddit subreddits I'm in. There are far worse man caves in my, and I mean like my. If you think my man cave is trash, I don't know if you're joking or not. But you think my man cave isn't good? There are man caves out there that are like a full on dumpster fire. Not in terms of like quality, but in terms of like everything, man. Everything. I'm proud of mine. <laughs> nice one thanks i hope that got really well uh it did on discord with broadcast so i'm sure any cast are probably sounding even better i'm not even picking what work from home job i get to be honest i'm just well i mean i, obviously, I would take that back i would take I, that back. yeah i would take that back i'm not picky pornography but I'm not like, oh, any of them will do no i don't want that um, but right now I'm trying to find like a part-time work from home job I can do to get started and then from there to kind of build off. And I love your I, I love your optimism is my main thing. I love your I optimism. Know. I'm not being like, successful. Part I want just a part-time work from home job. I could yeah. sell business cards. No, it's gonna be something about an hour. Calls. Holy crap, no. I'm <laughs> expecting fifteen or seventeen. 
Actually, I'm expecting 15. Not me 17. I'm just giving you shit. Oh. Well, I can't tell with you. Uh, <laughs> fucking. What was I gonna talk about? You, your, your work from home thing completely threw me off my track. You had Not a track. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're so hateful. <laughs> I am here to speak the truth, only the truth, and nothing but the truth. So, okay, when's the last time you played Call of Duty since you got balloons? Have you not played it since you got balloons? I okay, it wasn't balloons. Actually, yeah, it was. I haven't played Call of Duty since uh, Tuesday, which is when I figured out balloons. You're right. Crap. There you go. Now, I do, it actually is it because of balloons. So the reason I haven't played Call of Duty since Tuesday is because Wednesday is my D&D day, and then Thursday is typically my homework day. And then for D&D, I'm busy like all day because we always hang out after D&D, so I don't play Call of Duty at all. And then Thursday, like I said, homework day. No, this Thursday was my two years with Tracy. So yeah, we I was about to say now. we. The only reason we didn't record because mm-hmm. we're recording on Friday. We usually record on Thursdays, is because you had your two year anniversary. Yes. How dare you? By the way. Ouch. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where'd you, you guys go? go? You you that? wait wait no. You said a restaurant. High tea. High tea, like a tea place. Yeah. You went to a I'm tea t- place. Is it, was it for Tracy? Did Tracy? That's a ramen shop. Oh, okay. I was about to say you yeah. hate tea. I do hate tea. And I was. Did you try any tea it. while you were there? No. I'm just. I'm at a point now where I still will try teas, but I just. I don't like tea as a beverage. It's kind of like how I don't like alcohol. And I know there are different types of teas and different type of alcohol. Would you rather so. have tea or coffee? Uh, neither. Well, I'm saying you have to. You have to have an. Have I a... have to choose one. Yeah, I don't know which is worse. Actually, no, dude. If you gave me tea, coffee, or alcohol, dude, and you told me I had to choose one for I for would you give up. specifically, you don't like how it doesn't. You only like either water or sweet drinks. So you think I, I like argue. water? <laughs> Every shut the fuck. Everybody likes water. Dude, That's a lie, actually. There are people who are allergic to water. Did you know that? Yes, I heard about that. It's it's kind of sad. I kind of feel bad. Okay, when it comes to drinking water, and this is where my health is by far the worst. It, it's supposed to be like four cups a day. I am like four cups every three weeks. I Did you know that there's a thing? Like, apparently a lot of like the people who like, you know, there's people who walk around with like gallons of water a day and they're like, oh... I'm yeah, drinking lots I, of water. I'm healthy. Especially sports. You can people. actually you can actually drink too much water. Yes. And not in the drowning sense. <laughs> well drowning up. isn't too much water <laughs> drinking. Drowning is too much water and it goes in your lungs. And that's not oh, you really did just say you mean like drowning. <laughs> no, I said not like drowning. There's a difference. I I know. I, I should drink that that's where I need to work on the most of my health. Cause I'm not like the most active person or anything like that, but I, I work, I am pretty active at work and I don't work much cause I'm part-time, but you know, I, I'm not like sitting 16 hours a day, seven days a week. I, I am up and doing so. But oh, that what- was the main problem with yesterday doing the uh, episodes. Honestly, for five hours was just, I, I, I already sat for like eight hours before that. 
So I God. spent all day sitting on my ass on a, on not comfortable chairs, by the way. They're not they're just office chairs. That makes a huge difference. We were uh, talking to a friend about like uh sitting on stuff and we're like what we were asking them what they do because I don't know what they do to be honest. We were and talking like, I just to my... a friend about sitting. No, let me let me fix this. What they do, and you're like, I just sit on a laptop for eight hours straight a day, and we're like, Are you ashamed of that? That's what we do. <laughs> there's nothing wrong. Well, they're health wise, there is something wrong with that, but it's oh, like, fuck. A- a- everyone does that. What'd you say? I'll fuck for it. Yeah, I'll I have to defeat a guy. I was running out of a dungeon, but then I realized that the next objective in the corner of the screen said defeat. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Um, you're good. You were talking about sitting. Well, not the main thing. I'm talking about health and water. Okay. I also this we were going to work a home job. I have told myself and I'm I'm determined that when I get a work from home job as my main job, like my full time job, I will get a gym membership. And if y'all all my friends want to, they can, but I, I'm so determined they don't need to. Y'all can hold hold that against me. Because I know that having to work from home job and just sitting all day is like really bad for you. I mean, obviously I'll stand up and do chores when I get downtime here and there. But I am like, okay, I'm going to tell myself to get a gym membership when I do this. And I'm set. I'm gen- I'm determined. I, I, I you know what? You start, whenever you start going to the gym, I will start going to the gym. Word. We probably won't go at the same time unless you wake up at 8 a.m. You know, I, I've been telling Emma I want to start a different schedule. I want to have a morning schedule. Emma's the only person who's keeping us as like a late night schedule because that's what she likes. Dude, I I don't ever want to switch my schedule, but see, all so my friends are everywhere in their schedule. Okay. Although a lot of you guys are night owls or late. So of some kind. I'll, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yo, if you could, would you mm-hmm. would you be awake 24 seven and never have to sleep if you didn't have to sleep? Like about some kind of like immortal being. Yeah, if 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 literally you you did not have to sleep, I would not because I have really cool dreams and I like having them. Um, uh, some people deny lucid dreaming for some reason. I don't know why. I guess they think lucid dreaming is fake. Uh, maybe you know about that. Wait. Oh, so you're talking about like your ability to like your your Control capability, your, dreams. your capability of knowing that you're asleep and not immediately yes. waking up like most people do. Because most people, uh, whenever yes. we figure out we're asleep, we immediately wake up as a defense mechanism. Yeah. So for me, I mean that does happen every now and then, but there are a lot of times where I'm like, oh, this is a dream. I'm cool, or I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. All right, what superpower do I want right now? I have learned though. Well, I'll tell you a minute. I don't know why people deny that, but. I lose this dream pretty frequently, like three times a week, give or take, minimum. So, if I was immortal and didn't need sleep, I still would sleep. Not nearly as much, though. What's up? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, man, I gotta close my door. Damn, the, today's, today's episode has been the episode of Eli Interruptions, for real. Okay, I'm back, what? I said today's episode has been the episode of Eli Interruptions. This is the first episode we've recorded where Tracy's on. Are you funny, Tracy? <laughs> I, n- not actually, but it'll be funny, yes. <laughs> Wait, mean, if you yeah. were immortal, would you sleep? No. I'm that actually like two hours a day. I, I would only do like two hours a day, maybe four every now and then. But <laughs> not to be, dude. I mean, uh, if what? Emma had to sleep, I would probably sleep. Yeah. 
but like think about may, would i even do that I, pro- I might not i might just like sit in bed next to her and play mm-hmm. video games or something oh yeah Ooh, emma's sleep time could be my relaxation time yeah see what i would do if i had that is like okay i first thing i would do is update my time spreadsheet i'd be like okay these red sections where i need sleep not anymore i'd be like okay here i can have time to myself to read manga here i can have time to myself to like play a single player video game so on so on see i i just assumed that you because like you you're you're constantly a person of of i must maximize the efficiency of my time yes and i just assumed that because if i took away your need to sleep you would take that opportunity immediately because then that would give you more time throughout the day to do other things because like i'm saying you Mm -hmm. can still sleep if you want to yeah but i'm saying like like do you I, do you would you rather keep the nest see i think you, you would take my offer because what i'm saying is 100 would you would you take away your requirement to sleep 100 percent. and think okay yeah. even ignoring the immortal like example if i just didn't need to sleep for some magical reason as a human being i wouldn't again maybe two hours a day just to have a cool dream but as somebody who you are correct, who w- wants to do as much as I can in the most efficient way possible, which I feel like my reasoning behind that is pretty valid when I tell people. It's just like, you know, every adult complains about no free time. I'm going to make free time. Also, I've had yeah. so much free time wasted throughout my life. I want to try making up for it. Dude, I would do so much stuff if I couldn't have to sleep. What would you say because you said you had a lot of wasted free time throughout your life what would you say was the most the biggest waste of time ever in your life um is that a good I can question think of, i get yes it is i can think of a couple of them so one of them definitely is picking up way too many ships at mcdonald's when i was just blowing away all the money and set up okay i was working way too much and i wasn't happy i had free time so then I was buying stuff to try being happy, but because I didn't have free time to use the stuff I was buying, I kept buying more stuff to be happy again. And that was a huge waste of my time and my money. Mm-hmm. It was like a double lost. Um, number two, with all due respect, dude, the Laggy Sweet Roll podcast actually wasted a lot of my time. Aww. I'm not going to lie. Wait, that was a that was a group failure, by the way. I don't know why you're it saying. It was. It's not just you, but like all of you guys. Not because like the time we spent like trying to prep stuff and we're waiting for somebody. The time we spent like you messing with camera settings. The episodes that weren't good. I- I'm not gonna lie, that wasted a lot of times. Uh, also, this one actually is towards you. Uh. When we tried D&D again with you, dude, and we canceled 12 of the 16 weeks, I was getting fed up. I'm not going to lie. Damn. I didn't realize yes. that, this, that this question was going to turn into, well, you. <laughs> yes. Love you, brother. Well, but, no, now you got to okay. make up with it. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why you gotta, no, you gotta You got to make up. No, you got to make up for it. As in, like, say something nice about me now. Oh. You've been getting better with time management. You really Thank have. Thank you. Like, I'm going to call you out now to make a, to do a negative. <laughs> there was one time we were hanging out, and I told Dusty, like, hey, let's go to a restaurant. Let's meet up at 1 p.m. 
4.47 p.m. He finally made it. When? When we were going to... Uh, we wanted to go to Noodle. What was I doing? You missed your doctor's appointment. You missed class. You overslept. You took a shower. You overslept after the shower. I don't know what else you did. You you weren't just late to me. You were late to everything else. And you were missing a lot of stuff. I would like to do. clarify to everybody that's listening that... I have very bad anxiety and ADHD problems that cause me to be late to a lot of things because I because I end up just sitting there like, do I really want to go blah, 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 not because of you, Eli, but because of just leaving the house. Yeah. Or like other now stuff. and it's detrimental to me and my friends because like Eli said, he ends up having to wait a long time for me. Yes. What I've learned and it kind of sucks, but like if Dustin are hanging out, I have to drive separately because if he's driving me, I, I will be late to getting home. And again, I, I don't like doing that, but I'm sorry, dude. I have to do it. I've been late to family stuff because of you. <laughs> Love you, though. <laughs> it, it, to be fair, it does seem like your family does a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, it's not just I've been late to family stuff. I've been late to like plans with Tracy. I've been late to a lot of stuff because of you. I was almost late <laughs> to my first day at Walmart back in 2019 because of you. I, I, I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember any of these. <laughs> Dude, you probably don't remember yesterday. <laughs> Am I being attacked? Yes, now you are. No, I remember okay. yesterday. Thank you. Oh, I'm proud of you. Now, I want to ask you this. You brought up the, I brought up the immortal thing, and I, I would love to be immortal. And here's the big part about this. <laughs> I think... Okay, immortal, not invincible. I can still die. Eli's pitch to everybody to make him immortal. Yes. No, it, if you could never die, would you do more in life? I would. Like, if I had all of eternity, I'd be like, you know what? What are hobbies I don't care I don't care about that Does, much? But I'm wait, are we counting? About. Are we counting this as, uh, like, as, like, invulnerability as well? Like no. You could go, not, okay. You're not invincible. You're immortal. So you can't die of, like, old age, diseases, that kind of stuff. You can die of, like, getting hit by a bus or shot by a bullet. Or, like, a lightning No, bullet. I feel like I would do less on a day-by-day -day basis. Because now that I know that I'm not wasting any time. You get what I'm saying? Like, because, oh. like, we're on this <laughs> earth for only, like, 80 years right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means that I only have 80 years to do everything that I think I can, I want to do. So I would do more. But if I was a mortal, I'll be like, I can do it whenever. I'll just sit here and play video games today. See, okay. Actually, we had a, one of our friends said that. They were like, what if you're immortal and you end up procrastinating like you have eternity? And I'm like, well, you have eternity to procrastinate. You have eternity to scroll on TikTok. Until TikTok goes down or YouTube goes down or whatever. Okay, here's what I do. Right now, I have like, oh. Especially the past couple of years, I'm like, okay, what are hobbies I don't care about that much? I'm just going to drop them entirely. It sucks, but I don't have time for them. If I was immortal, I'd be like, you know what? That 1% of me that is interested in learning Russian, let's do it. We have Are you forever. interested in learning Russian? I'm interested in learning as many languages as I can. But then I realized that's insanely unrealistic. And I was like, okay, there's only three languages I want to learn. Chinese, Japanese, Korean. But right now, I... Do not have the time for them. So I told myself, okay, when I'm older and I have a kid, if he's interested, we'll do it together. Yeah, I, I would do so much. I'd be I, like, oh, what's you know this? what? Props yep. to you, dude. Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. 
if there's a sport I'm so interested in, I'll try it out. But right now, I'm like, oh, car- trading card games like Magic sound cool, but I don't have time for them. Or the money. <laughs> Wait. You're saying in an infinite amount of time, eventually you would try that thing. Well, of course. Well, yeah. I feel and like we're talking about us, different things here. <laughs> I don't think... I think maybe you're perceiving it differently. Like Because so what every- I'm saying is YOLO. You only live once, therefore do the thing mm-hmm. that you have an interest in. And you're saying the you're saying the opposite. You're saying if you only live for eight years, why try anything? Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Not that I'm saying if you only live for eighty years, why try to do too much? Find like there are things you love and things you like, and as much as the sucks, I only do the things I love, not the things I like. So, like for example, what, we have a couple friends who are in bands. I would be curious about joining a band or helping them. I don't have the time at all to do that. So let's let's take for example <laughs> the same eighty year time span, but okay. in one instance, the eighty years is all you got, whereas the other eighty years is just eighty years out of your infinite amount of years. You're saying that okay. you would do more things, more interesting things during the 80 years of your infinite lifespan than the 80 years of your 80-year lifespan. If I knew the infinite lifespan, I was it was infinite? I think so. That seems opposite of what it should be. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're no, only alive for 80 years, then do more. Because my thing is... Because you well, have yeah. more 80-year lifespans than the other. Can oh my god, is, if I, I hate this. <laughs> no, if I own right now, I know I'm going to die. I don't want there. Are th- I can't do everything, so let's just yeah. do things I really, really care about. Whereas, like, okay, I can't if I if I don't have a time limit, I could do as much as I want. Let's go through them. Let's start with A, B, and C, and then after a couple of decades, we'll move on to D, E, and F. I'll start by being a video game nerd, and after a few decades, I'll be like, okay. Let's try being a book nerd. Or it's like, not a terrible example. Let me start over. Okay, let's see what it's like to be a gun fanatic and a hunter and a, a sports gun person. Fanatic. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like, if I was immortal, there, be, there would be some hobbies I would always keep. But I'd be like, okay, I have all of eternity to play these video games. Let me so, just not even worry about it. Because your and, life and try else. is a finite length you are afraid of wasting time um that is true but like afraid of life... wasting time on trying things that you might not end up liking that much okay that i'm over because life well because life is finite i'm afraid of wasting time however also because life is finite i don't care to try out that much if i know i'm only going to live in this world for 80 so years I would rather spend it doing D&D that I know I love instead of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to. You're starting to see where the fallacies in your argument are. Because no, like... I'm, I'm struggling to explain this. Okay, I know I'm limited, so I want to do stuff that I love. And as much as there are things I'm interested in, I know I don't have the time to do them. So why even bother? My our, my only argument is like you didn't know you would love D and D until you first tried it. Correct, and I know I would love to learn Chinese. I, I know I would love to do this and this, but 
if I want to do those right now, I have to give up something else, like my D&D time or my video game time. Where if I had forever in the world, I will be okay with giving up a couple of years of video games to learn Chinese, that kind of stuff. Because then you would be able to go back to video games. Yes. Well, for now, I don't want to give up all my video game time to learn as many languages as possible. Even though I know I will love the languages, I don't have that much time for video games as it is. I don't want to lose less of them. Does that make sense? I guess, but I still don't. I'm still on the same side as you. No, that's fair. I, okay. just, I want to make sure you understand me. I don't expect you to agree with me. I'm sure you have a different mindset. I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's the right move. That's because well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not one to talk. I mean, we're both yeah. living finite lives right now, and yet I'm not doing, I'm not doing the best I can at experiencing everything in life because I'm just lazy, <laughs> and in 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 a way and in, in in not a derogatory way you're the same way you don't you could be doing a million things you could be going to paris you could be going to japan you could be learning a hundred languages you could be getting your doctorate's degree but okay you're just like why i could just chill out and do the things i, I know i, I like to I'm do i'm gonna argue that part right now okay let's take a weekly schedule almost like my weekly schedule actually I have I'm not Sunday. saying compared to me. I'm saying no. compared to like what we're talking about. I know. I don't. I can't get a doctorate, go to Paris, learn twenty languages, play a billion hobbies, and have three kids. <laughs> I can barely manage time right now to watch YouTube. My watch YouTube or my watch later playlist just hit two hundred. Let's I think, go. I think what we're also <laughs> missing in this is that capitalism we have to go work to make money and then pay bills <laughs> no i mean yeah, arguably no. arguably if, we both could just give up our houses and like travel yeah and being dead but then <laughs> but then where would the money for traveling come from you know because there's been a lot of stories of people who gave up their lives and then they wanted to go travel and then they ran out of money and then they're like a homeless person on the streets of like shanghai or something yeah, that I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I mean. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't work in our society, which is very yeah. unfortunate. Like the people can't just you can't just like the unrealistic reality of all video games and I think why people love playing video games is because you get to be a person that isn't realistic like you get to be somebody who constantly has journeys and adventures and can explore and in real life we can't do that because we're constantly having to crunch our schedules mm -hmm. this is so like, deep fuck like even arguments of like pay raises aside just like time if I, even three days off a week makes a huge difference and I love it because I make enough. So minimum wage is like whatever in our area. I make 17 an hour. So instead of making more money working the 40 hours a week, I actually just work less days to afford what I need to have more free time. One, so I can focus on college, but mainly two, so I can have time for stuff. And I don't sacrifice my sleep like some of my friends do. The ones who only get like four hours of sleep a night or like That's, five. They're going to fucking die early because of that shit, dude. Yeah, I can do it. 
couple of them say they want to stop. I also have a couple other ones that say they're doing fine. But then I notice when we're hanging out, they're like barely all functioning. And I'm like, my brother in Christ, you are not fine. <laughs> Clearly, you are not okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, basically, TLDR. If I were the mo- oh, and this is very important. If the immortal conversation, if all else fails and I'm ready to go, in this scenario, we're not invincible, we're mortal. You can go. If you're tired of losing every friend and family you have, I, I don't want to just say end it, but you can end it. <laughs> it's a little messed up, but I, I think you know what I'm saying. And that seems to be always the trope of like immortal beings and like movies and video games and yeah. fictional stories. It's like everybody around them that they care about dies, so they slowly mm-hmm. become like... So they slowly become... What's so? What's a good word? Like numb jaded? to pain. Yeah, they jaded in a way. Maybe I think numb's a better word than jaded. To be honest. Yeah. But well, I've also noticed a lot of mortal characters and franchises. Instead of like making friends and families and living in a city, they travel, meet as many people as they can, and instead of being like attached to that person as like a close friend or family, they just help them and then move on. mm Hmm. Imagine Monk Eli traveling the lands. <laughs> I don't know what wisdom I would offer, but just picture that for a minute. <laughs> we got way too deep in this episode. You're welcome. Um, bring up one of your topics, then, if you want to undeep ourselves. Undeep ourselves. Here, to go we can go out of the hole. Yes, you want to talk about what it's like being high. That's like a 180. Because we're no, I would argue deep. that we're still in the same spot. <laughs> Being high is so weird because in all intents and purposes, your brain isn't working like it's supposed to be working. Yeah. And I've only like, been high twice, though, and I've never been drunk, so. But you get what I mean by, like, your brain isn't working yes. correctly because, like, you feel it. Like, mm-hmm. you you when you're high, you try to think about what it's like to be high, and you can't even complete the thought because your brain's not working. Yeah. Also, just all of your abilities to just function as a human being are gone. Trying to stand up, nope. Trying to walk, nope. Oh, well, I'm still... Well, I haven't been that high. Have you been that high? Yep. Your your motor functions went down? I've gotten to the point where I couldn't talk. For me, uh, the first time, I was so high that trying to stand up took a lot of work. Although, again, I've only been high twice, and so I don't have too much experience on it. I don't care to get that much, but from what I have experienced, like, bro, it's difficult to function. <laughs> but the the main reason why people do it, and the reason why I continuously do it, mm-hmm. is the feeling of just calmness and euphoria it gives you. Like, if you're not doing anything important, like you're just chilling out for the rest of the night, getting high, it's like... It gets rid of all the stress from the day, if that makes sense. Yeah. What do I, I mean? Don't... What do you think? How did you feel whenever you were high? Basically the same. Oh, by the Wait. way, we're talking about we're talking about THC. We're not talking about like fucking like anything higher, Holy like God. cocaine or heroin. No, no, or no. Anything. T- no. Only THC. Yeah, but um, see, I don't want to like. How did okay, you feel this... like emotion wise? Oh, the same. Like it's super, like super chilled out. Well, I'm already a chill person. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of times when you are very high stress. 
Around you? Yes. Not just around me in general. Thank you. Give an example. Like the fucking balloons thing. You were yelling about that. Like oh, during the balloons come, thing, would oh, it have been I a better could, experience if you were a little high? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it would be so bad. Dude, that would have been more frustrating. I wouldn't be able to process what I'm trying to do. It'd be more of a struggle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, th- I don't think you have an ex- enough experience yet being high. I think you need more That's experience. True. Because in my in my from my understanding, I think during that situation, yeah, my functionality would be down. But at the same time, I yeah. wouldn't give a shit because I'm high. <laughs> so I get stressed over a lot of different stuff. Like my friends and I were talking. I have my Dean the group and I were talking. And we were like, okay, stressful situations, and they were all saying like large crowds, like new strangers, somebody else's house, yeah, that kind of stuff. And for me, I was like, okay, uh, somebody using my computer, somebody touching my phone, somebody tickling me. These are stressful to me. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Tracy wanted to borrow one it's of my little. It's still really weird that people tickle you as an adult. I, I know. Well, okay. I they they if anyone tickles me now, it's because they're curious about how ticklish I am, and then they stop. They don't. It's do still it weird. It is. I don't weird, even. I don't. I don't quote unquote tickle you. Like we're adults here. I poke yeah. your side maybe <laughs> once in a while, which tickles me. Yeah, but it's just... To be uh, fair, you know I don't like being touched, period. Why, why I know, you I know, and I don't do it yes. that often, but whenever I do yes. it, it's like we're in the middle of something mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, time to get a response out of Eli. He's been too quiet. Yep, poke. And then I just spaz out. And you See, spaz okay. out for a second, then we move on. But let there are, we do have friends who will be like, oh, let me just tickle Eli and they'll scream. Yeah, or I'll scream. And then I'm on the ground. That's what I mean. Like you'll you oh, as I meant, e, they're you. screaming. I was like, why are they screaming? <laughs> <laughs> they're evil laughing, screaming. I don't know. No, okay. So, well, I was. There were two situations recently. One of them was so Tracy wanted to borrow one of my little drawing pads for my computer, and in order to mentally feel better, I actually gave it to her, so I wouldn't have to worry about it. Dude. And it's not because of like, oh, Tracy's irresponsible with herself or anything like that. Although she has broken a phone charger. Uh, that was mine. And she, But it's more of like, okay, she has something I own is not in my awareness. Let me just make sure I don't own it to feel better about it. And then when she gave it back to me, I checked the quality. I tested it. I made sure the cable was there. I went online, looked up the product, what's in the box to make sure everything was back. You're so mistrusting. Yes. When it comes to objects. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, for those of you guys who don't know, and Dusty's heard this too many times, my phone passcode is 16 digits. And part of that is because of my friends. And you're one of them, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this uh, public event. And uh, oh, I was Elder like, Scrolls Online. Yeah, I'm doing this public event in Elder Scrolls Online, and I waited like 10 minutes for other people to show up, and nobody else showed up. So I'm doing it by myself, which oh. is extremely difficult because I've the past like three minutes I've been fighting the boss, and it's just been Did they go away? After, okay, real quick for this. Did they they have a time limit, right? No, I don't think so. I don't remember anything about Elder Scrolls Online. I'm sure if I load it up, I start seeing the HUD, it'll all come back to me. But right now, I don't remember squat. Oh, dude, the past like couple of days ever since I downloaded it have been so confusing because I don't remember anything about this game. Yeah, 
Like I, the only thing I remember is when you fast travel in the game, you should go to the uh, the the structures because so you don't spend because money. It, you, yeah, because <laughs> you spend money for like a like an emergency travel is basically yeah. what you're doing. I remember that. Okay, now back to the stressful thing. Yeah, no, like all of my friends were saying, like, okay, if if they're talking to, if they're in a large crowd, that's all stressful to them. And I'm like, okay, if I forgot a pair of headphones at a best friend's house that will cause me to stay awake up an, all night or at least for like four hours because you're like, thinking about what could happen to the headphones yes it, oh it, it gets worse i could be at my own house like my parents house when i live with them and if my headphones were downstairs instead of upstairs it'll freak me out every time i went upstairs i would check to make sure i brought everything back to my room you do know you could just get new headphones right like the it's not that severe in the in like a galactic terms it's not even the headphones man it's anything it, it could be the cheapest thing it could be the easiest thing to replace it, it's just like it really is an ocd thing like you do realize your brain just doesn't work like a normal human brain correct i'm aware what i my, my thing is not normal i'm aware that you should not freak out if somebody is like using your computer or using my phone or using my yeah, because worst case scenario, they break it, they mm. buy it, or you get a new one. Yes, I, I just, I, I, I it, 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 ugh, it bugs me. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, your yeah. brain works the way it does, and you can't really it help it. I think that I think you just now made the perfect argument for the possibility of you having some sort of OCD disorder. That's why a lot of my friends think I have OCD because I show these kind of symptoms. Like I should it's not like have your hyper fixation on objects specifically. Yes. So for the OCD thing, if I back in like, school or leaving restaurants, if I'm leaving the classroom or getting a restaurant, whatever I'm doing, I have to check that I got everything from that classroom, even like a pencil. And if I didn't check, if I got everything, if I just left the, the room like normally without checking, I would go to the next classroom, open my backpack, check every single pocket to make sure I had everything. And I memorize Everything I brought to school every day. So I could do that. Oh, God, I need help. <laughs> Are you okay? No, this has been my life my entire life. <laughs> I'm actually kind of feel bad for you now. Like, see, you... No, wait a minute. You just started this conversation before we started talking about objects, about how you argue you're not that high stress of a person. But it sounds like you stress over I'm a lot more than we do. I'm not high stress of a person with people. I'm high stress of something completely different than you guys. And that's not what I'm saying, though. Like, I feel like oh. you just made an argument for you being a high stress person. Okay, that's right. Yes, I'm a high stress person, just not entirely... So do you think, think I think going back to the conversation about THC, if you were high mm -hmm. and somebody went to go mess with your computer, you would care probably a little less. I think. But I think when I sober That's up, how that it'd works. Be worse. Yeah. But I think when I sober up, it'd be worse. And so like I I need to ask somebody when they're like someone with sold your social anxiety. If you're in a crowd, you're drunk or high, you're fine. When it wears yeah. off, is it worse than normal? No. It is like it's after, just after, after. I mean, we're talking about after the fact, right? Like, you stop yeah. being high, and they're done. Like you're starting your to sober up. Okay, l let me let me take. Okay, personal social anxiety, right? A large crowd would scare them. If they're drunk, they're fine. 
typically because they get rid of anxieties when they sober up and they're still in the crowd are they more anxious than they would have been normally because now they're realizing what's been going on or is it the normal anxiousness that they typically feel i don't I'm understand sh- because like okay that's if fair. you're that's no longer in the crowd no 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 this entire situation you never left the crowd eli i don't think you I- understand how sobering up works it takes a while to sober up. I know. Like, look, you've been in the crowd long enough to sober up in this situation, is what I'm trying to say. D- why are you in a crowd for like eight plus hours? You ever been to a rave? No. Have okay, you been to a rave? I, but I know. Of. But I know they're fun, and I know there's the large crowds. And I know also, the, typically, have- Eli, mm-hmm. if you're in a scenario where you're doing something like a rave or like. Mm-hmm. at like a party or something and you're you get yeah. to the point where you're sobering up that is usually when people are like all right time to smoke another joint or time to drink another drink yeah did you I not really think about am. that no i forgot i'm the boring one in the group which is nice like we know we always can count on me as a dd also we're not saying that you should do these things as coping mechanisms no we're just talking about like stress just, management by the way yes homeopathic stress management we're not doctors we're not giving you real health advice but yeah okay i remember what i was gonna say now you asked me like okay about me being a high stress person when one day we were talking about like my quote-unquote ocdness and you were saying like i'm gonna go to your house one day take a pencil and leave i legitimately was like freaking out i was like okay i can't invite him for like five months until he forgets about that joke well i forgot about it until just now Okay, well, I got to wait another five months. <laughs> <laughs> About a pencil, Eli, you do realize how ridiculous you sound, right? Yes. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you going to sleep tonight? Or are you going to yes. sit up all night because Dustin's going to take a pencil? Do you know how annoying it was when I left classrooms? I It got to a point where I would always wait till everybody else left the classroom so I could do my check and not block the door or something. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it, it got an. It, I can't like there has been times when I'm like making sure I got everything. I'm like up and by the is door leaving from the classroom. People pick, is this like a result of people messing with you over time, or have you always been this way? I've always been like this. Like <laughs> even before my mom, like I like my mom would like reorganize my Legos since day one. I've been super organized with my Legos, like super organized with everything. My parents said growing up, I really was not a messy kid, like, at all. I couldn't even imagine you having mm-hmm. a room with, like, clothes on the floor or something like that. No. There was one day, and I think I lost something, and I tore apart the entire room to find it. Uh, there was one day I remember I my room was a mess. And what I consider a mess, and I remember, like, how it was, is nothing. It was just toys were everywhere on the ground. That's Have it. you no ever had a mental breakdown over your OCD? Don't think so. Like where you just completely lost it. Like you were overtly no. angry or like sad or something. No, but I've had moments where it take. I'm checking my backpack for the seventh time. Like I opened the same zipper. I'm like, okay, it's only headphones in the pocket. There they are. Three minutes later. Okay, one more time. It's only headphones in the pocket. Yep, I got them. Cool. Next pocket. It's only three pencils and two pens. One, two, three, four, five. Cool. We got them all. I've done that multiple, multiple times. Wow. It's really annoying. I fucking, I'd never thought about it. Like, that. this is, 
No, that's why like it's been difficult to wear throughout these years. But I'm not, that's why I always tell people I think I have OCD, and then they're like, people who don't know me are like, eh, I don't see it, but I don't know how to explain it. This is no, what goes fair. on in my head. Yes. I think the first example I ever had whenever somebody like whenever I was introduced to the concept of OCD either in school or mm-hmm. outside of school, I think somebody used the example of the guy who would constantly check his front door to be locked to the point where he'd be late to everything because I'll keep checking his front door. Yeah, my first now, example. I keep going. Not everybody has the same stuff that they hyperfixate on because you're, you're yes. not necessarily a, fr- a front door guy because there have been multiple times where you left your front door unlocked or like open or something. Yeah, and <laughs> like, you don't not like. Yeah, no, there yeah. were times I left it unlocked, not because I know Dusty's coming over, but because like I legitimately left it unlocked. And I'm like, and I have a I have a I have a genuinely good like understanding of you. And yes. you're gonna have to think about this. The smaller the object is, the more fixated you are about it. Think about it. Because the easier it is to lose. Mm, not even that, that. I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how like where it stands as far as how OCD you are about it because I would argue your house is the least OCD you are. But like you're more OCD about a sock than you are your house. Like where's that sock in? Oh, the house is fine. Yes. Okay. I want to sit. I want to be a fly on a wall to you sitting and talking to a psychologist for like an hour because I want a psychologist to tear apart your brain. I really wish we could like ask. Does Alton High School have cameras and like in the classrooms? No. Oh, I really wish they did, and we could ask them like, "Hey, can we look at security footage of like this classroom at this time?" And you just see me in the corner like flipping through a folder to make sure all three homework assignments are there, like that kind of stuff. Eli, I also have something to tell you. Yes. You do realize it's been at least five years since you left high school, and there is absolutely no way that any of that footage is still there. Oh, if it was security frame footage, no. I know they keep a lot of stuff, but I have to go in terms of like papers and projects, and I improve. But they do not keep. If they had security cameras in classrooms, they would not record that long ago. <laughs> also, the cameras that, at least from our childhood, they the quality was not good. You would just see me as a blur. Yeah, you would not oh, be able to yeah. identify you out of a crowd of kids. Nope. Now, you were talking about uh, your f- first knowledge <laughs> or when you first learned OCD. You were talking uh, about your uh, burp. <laughs> burp. Uh, there we go. Okay. Are you going to finish your sentence? Yes. When I, my first learning of OCD was the example of somebody washing their hands too much because they're too worried about them being germy. And they end and up making their hands dried out. Hands, or... Like they're actually bleeding out their hands. And my second example was somebody checking the stove to make sure it's off too frequently. I always thought OCD, again, not a psychologist, but I always thought yeah. OCD was caused by some sort of like childhood trauma. Like the person who washes their hands a lot, they had mm. they knew somebody who was really sick or they've been really sick or they got something yeah. really gross on their hands at one point. Like gonna, what happened to you to cause you to be OCD? I don't know. My biggest OCD, there are two. Mine is losing something um, and breaking something. And somebody breaking something, yeah. Yes, or some form of broken or not functioning properly and, and yeah, that doesn't even that. that doesn't even go towards that's not even just like 
physical mm-hmm. objects like it could be like software too like why you don't like yeah. people getting into your phone because you're afraid of somebody breaking like your progress in a phone game or yeah. deleting an yeah. app or deleting yeah. a even, note no, or something even changing a setting yeah every like day when i turn on my computer i make sure my settings are right i've told you about that i i wish i could stop and i keep telling myself okay my settings are safe it'll be the last time i check my settings next time i turn on my pc am my mic set to the right one it's annoying even though there's literally no reason for your mic to have changed yeah exactly um but yeah ocd symptoms causes and treatments from verywellhealth.com we know the symptoms uh Where's OCPD? Oh, that's personality disorder. It oh. looks a little different than OCD. Uh, you should look I up mean, the difference between those two. I will in a minute. I think I think OCPD is mm-hmm. the newer thing because, like, you know how they like change terminology over time. Like, I have yeah, I have autism, but what it used to be called that I had is Asperger's, but they got yes. rid of that and they just lumped it in with autism because they realized, oh, it's really just autism. It's just like a specific form of autism. So, preventing OCD and OCPD. Since biological factors like genetics are known components of it, it's not necessarily possible to prevent these conditions. However, there might be some interventions that can reduce the effect of a person's environment on the risk of developing them. Early interventions can also help. Um, so basically, this website just said their genetics or, yo, just don't cause trauma and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Treatments. Now, there are treatments for them. There are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Um, and I think someone asked me whatever go about this and get it fixed, looked out. At the very least, I want to know, like, or just get the paperwork. But now, whatever you want to get it fixed, I don't know. Because, for example, I the fact that I've never bought a brand new phone charger, I've never broken or lost one, it's kind of nice, to be honest. Yes, but... But also, it would be nice to leave a restaurant and not take 20 minutes. Do you also think that part of the reason why you have trouble sleeping at night is because of your OCD? I'm sure that's good. That has been caused, and that is a a huge portion of it. It's not the main portion of it, though. Like, you're just sitting there, like, constantly Mm -hmm. thinking about all the objects that you own and, like, everything. I've done that on nights. I've huh. gone to bed like, yeah, like I've gone to bed like, okay, I'm still checking one more time. I left math class. I'm pretty sure I had nothing on the desk when I left. But most of the time when I go to bed, I really am just daydreaming about cool shit. Now, just to be clear, <laughs> yes, you're not like an anti-medication kind of guy. Like if you do end up talking no. to your doctor about your OCD, you see a psychologist, and mm. they're like, we think you would do really well if we gave you this medication to try out. Would you try a medication? I would. And when I do try it out, I would tell my friends, hey, everyone pay attention to me, especially my D&D group who sees me once a week. Like, hey. See how I'm functioning for the next couple of weeks. Like, just think about how life-changing it would be for you if, like, you could go about your day not stressing about objects. It would be nice. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like me with, like, ADHD. Like, when I'm on medication, I can focus on things. Because, like, you having your OCDs, it can be detrimental at times because, like, you Mm -hmm. literally can't be a normal person. Same for me. Like, I literally can't Mm -hmm. focus on things, like, when I'm with you guys and I don't have medication or, like, doing D&D or anything. Because, like, when we tried doing D&D all those times, I wasn't on medication. Because I was on medicated for a large portion after high school. Because I switched insurances after I left my parents and, like, everything. When you started your meds and you were doing homework, you said it does help you do your homework. And that is it a does. huge game changer. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm actually gonna make a reminder when I go to my doctor for my yearly checkup to bring this up. Where yeah, because it? It, yeah, it's definitely it. We're we're all about mental health, prioritizing mental health here on the Dustin and Eli podcast, because that's I just get so frustrated. I I mean I totally get it. Like money's a huge thing, and like talking to a doctor about issues that you've had, mm-hmm. you know, are is a big thing. But like a lot of people that we've known throughout our lives who have a lot of mental health issues, they don't even take the first step to like attempt to like you know talk to a doctor or anything about it and it's just so frustrating because and i also unfortunately we know people who are like they they want to take a homeopathic run for it like they think oh weed or alcohol is going to fix my problems i don't need Mm -hmm. to get some medication or something can i can Uh, understand like that was a rant i'm sorry (laughs) i can understand like some meds why you would not want to get involved in because there are some meds that are just a dependency and they're really oh no i get it totally yeah but also it's, it's like it's better to be dependent on something that genuinely helps you than to be dependent yes. on something that hurts you. Let's yeah, like n- I hate to say it. Not not all dependencies are bad. No, I guess like not all dependencies are bad until you can find a better solution. If ish kind of Does that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also not. E- I'm also like not a big conspirator person, so I don't think doctors and health providers are out to get me <laughs> no i don't think any of them are out to get there i will full i'm sure we all agree though there are some doctors out there who are just like okay bad doctors another, like they just don't care they're like oh, okay yeah. what is it cool here's a med get on my i've office. been i've been to a bad doctor i've been to my previous primary physician that i had through my insurance was mm-hmm. actually one of those homeopathic like anti-medication mm-hmm. doctors they're like yeah um my belief is that we try to like solve things in any way possible before we give you a medication and i'm like yeah "Yeah, that's cool but that's not going to help my situation like i have a legitimate brain malfunction that causes my adhd i can try all the coping Mm -hmm. mechanisms i can but that's not really going to fix the issue this is a medication necessary issue like yeah i just hate homeopathic people like that Cause I've had doctors where like they're like generally rushing my appointment, and it's like, dude, I have like a couple things I want to tell you, like physical yeah. pains, man. Let me get help me, brother. Now, <gasps> what I was the most up. embarrassing appoint- appointment you've ever had? Most embarrassing appointment I've had. Have uh, you ever had dick or ball issues, and you were like, doctor? Nope. Well, I've had, but I don't. I'm not embarrassed about it. Oh, okay. Well, what's the most? What could be perceived as the most embarrassing? I mean, when I told my doctor I was bleeding out my anus, I felt fine telling him it. Be honest. Am I really someone who gets embarrassed that much? You are not. Which is again, your yeah. your anxiety is the total opposite of everybody else's anxiety. It's because not what anxi- someone should be anxious over. Like yeah. I legitimately could be butt naked in public and be like, eh, okay. But the moment my phone goes, not even phone, missing. Not phone is a gen- a good example because you people have so much important data on their phone. If that goes missing, I think anyone should be anxious. Oh um, no. no. No, people yeah. are anxious about that, but yeah. you're anxious to another level. Yeah. No, the moment my Great Clips gift card goes missing, I will probably freak out. I guess a good example also would be like so phones nowadays, if you have a semi-modern phone within the last 5 years, they are Even waterproof in the sense that if you a 5, if <laughs> for this, if you oh. spill water or a drink or something on a phone, it'll be fine. Yes. 
Yeah, they're it's, they can be the phones have been built for like the last five years where you can put them in a pool and they'll be fine as long yes. as given there's no cracks or anything. Yes. You are the type of person to where if somebody even so much as places their drink on the table next to your phone, you would move your phone. Yes. Even or though the that drink. phone in every single scenario mm-hmm. would be perfectly fine. Yes. I will go to a friend's house and instead of like taking my wallet out and setting it down on their desk, I will purposely sit uncomfortably on my wallet. That's why I got a smaller wallet. So I know it's in my pocket so I know I don't leave it behind. Even though, realistically, it's your friend's house. Even though it's someone I trust, I don't necessarily need need my wallet. I can go back and get it. I, I would sit uncomfortably with it in my pocket. So yeah, I and it. that's why people shouldn't be... Yes. Well, I think a lot, problem that a lot of people who don't know you well take it personally and it's not not i mean that they don't get it they're confused like most times they're not angry they're just like they're baffled they're like what why yeah like are you like explain like when i go to hotel i i will not utilize every drawer counter table i will find a corner of the hotel with my family i will put all my stuff there when i'm done brushing my teeth i will put my toothbrush back with my backpack instead of leaving it by the sink okay I will argue yes. with you here. That's not mm-hmm. weird. Hotels, I do the same thing. Okay, fair. Never mind. Um, yeah, hotels. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. fuck with hotels. I think we're on the same page there. Yes. Um, if I'm going to a friend's house and they live like nearby, same city, whatever, and I'm going to be there for a while, I will find a corner of that area, an open corner, so I know my stuff can't get mixed up with like a pile of books or whatever, and I'll put my stuff in that corner. And I will not, they could be like, hey, you can set yourself on the table. Nope, I have this corner. I have this open space corner with a spider web in it. I will take the spider over getting my stuff mixed up with yourself. <laughs> Which also, I'm not really afraid of spiders, so that's not really a good example. But you get the idea. Uh, I have one more example I can't think of right now. But yeah, no. see, now you're learning about what it's been like in my head my entire life. Now, I have right up here on this website... What causes OCD? It's from man. Is there an E there? Okay. Oh, mantracare.org. M A N T R A care. Anyway, yeah. what causes OCD? Okay, five common factors. Number one, brain structure and functioning. That's self explanatory, so I'm not really going to read it. Number two, environmental factors. So, environmental factors play an important role in causing OCD. So, people would generally developed uh, so a stressful life event the death of a loved one a change in a job place of residence that kind of stuff uh some factors can also be a trigger for an ocd symptom so for example somebody with the fear of contamination may start washing their hands again and again even more than normal because they came in contact with dirt that kind of stuff um number three genetics and family history i'm not going to read that because that's self-explanatory Four, behavioral and cognitive aspects. And number five, anxiety, depression, and stressful life. Knowledge is power, people. Huh. Mm-hmm. And how to deal with it. Learn about it. Identify your triggers. Challenge your thoughts. Get professional help. Support groups. Practice relaxation techniques. <laughs> Obviously, the more information is just a list. It actually tells you details about it. But yeah. Yeah, Eli, just relax. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> no, you're good. I know what you mean. But see, I've never had people get mad over it, like, ever. Like, my parents have been, like, chill with it. They told me, though, they were like, okay, you overall, like, you're not wasting 40 minutes, like, trying to leave a classroom. I waste, like, five looking at that desk, make sure it's empty. You know, now the sleep thing is just an insomnia thing I've had in my whole life. But like my parents are like, because we don't feel like it's like affecting me too negatively, we never got it checked out. I mean, I still feel like I did pretty fine in life. <laughs> yeah, but sleep's important. Sleep is very important. Like when I, you guys know I go to bed like super early, at like noon o'clock. <laughs> But no, when I go to bed at 7 p.m. and I wake up at 4 a.m., I'm even now, after seeing a sleep bed with this, I'm still only getting probably six hours of sleep. And that's a nine hour period. Yeah, I would definitely see if there's a correlation between OCD and not being able to sleep. Because you just mentioned Mm -hmm. that it is a large portion of what you're doing in your awake time is thinking about stuff that you shouldn't be thinking about. Yeah. I I had another example, like a really big one. I lost it. No. Oh, well. And this entire conversation derived from what it's like to be high on marijuana. Because I mentioned, like, would you be be less stressed Mm -hmm. if you weren't? Yeah. Yes. I think the... Now, uh, okay, I'm... I think my whole like not liking certain texture thingies and like being like physically sensitive is not part of my OCD. I no. just I just don't like being touched. And actually, my mother and I, our theory is that, and there's more to it. We're not experts, but we think part of that is because growing up in an orphanage, not being held by my mother, I wasn't held or hugged much. Oh my so that's god! Why I, don't like being I, touched. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, we don't think it's like the number. Well, I don't think my mom said that. I think one of my friends said that. It's not like the, oh, that's the number one reason why I don't like hugs. It's like oh, what if that is part of it? Which it could be part of it, but we all know it's not the number one cause. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm just a texture phobe. <laughs> yeah, you aren't really a germaphobe. I'm not. I will, and I do, eat after people, like, drink a soda after people, that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I don't mind if the, if, if my food's all touch, I mind if the food touches me. I don't care if you touch my food, as long as I don't feel the food, we're good. What are you doing, Mr. I'm trying to get this object from this ESO dungeon and I'm being chased by every living thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeons were fun in ESO. Except they respawn too quick. They that was really annoying. Oh yeah. No, I agree with you there. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember going through them and like, okay, we killed them, and it's like, okay, let's stop killing everything because they respawn way too fast. Like this is ridiculous. Well, I'm currently trying to get through this dungeon on my own, which is actually extremely difficult. Oh, yeah, that, dude, that does sound really difficult. Jesus. Fucking, let's stop talking about mental health disorders. Um, You know what I, fucking, what, they're adding Starbucks to our area. We're finally getting a Starbucks. We're finally entering the modern age. 
what would, <laughs> what specific restaurants? Because like you always talk about how you wish they would add more restaurants, but what specific restaurants would you want them to add? See, I have my. Bias and if you say Chick Fil A, I will, I will, I, I will hurt you. No, I have my. Are you saying that because just the whole controversies, or because you just controversies? Chick Fil A's homophobic. No, let me rephrase that. Because I know you're not. Obviously, you are like you do boycotting a Chick Fil A. But are you also saying that because you don't like their food in general? Oh, I don't. I, I mean, Chick Fil A is fine. Chick Fil A chicken is fine, but it's not. I just don't think Chick Fil A chicken is so awesome that like everybody talks about it like it's the best chicken in the world. Oh, okay. Uh, real quick on that note, yeah, I do agree. Chick Fil A is not the best chicken ever in the world. I mean, it's nice. I do wish we had like the more lo- like closer or not. I wish we had panic like closer. But my biases aside. Well, let me answer that first with what I want. I wish we had a Panda Express nearby. Um, I wish oh, we had yeah. more ramen shops. Or not even that, just more like Korean and Asian restaurants. Any Asian restaurant. I mean, just Korean. Um, now, just in general, what would help a lot? A lot of stuff that's in Edwardsville, we also need an Alton. Um, a Buffalo Wild Wings in Alton. Would be nice. It wouldn't be game changing, but it'd be nice. A books a million in like Buffalo Wild Wings would be nice. I enjoy Buffalo. Wait, Wild Wait, you don't Wings like? Wait, you like books a million? I don't care about actually. Well, they do have a manga section, first of all. I personally don't care about books a million, but For I know it would be nice to have a books a million in Alton. They have a manga section. Yes, I would love a Best Buy in Alton, but to be honest, I actually don't think we need one in Alton. And here's why. I, maybe even the books a million too. How often do people go to Best Buy frequently? Like you go to Best Buy once, you probably don't need to go there again until like the next holiday sale. Unless it's your main hobby. And I think if we had a Best Buy in Alton, I think people would go there for like big holiday sales. But a lot of people probably won't go there that often. Especially if we have Amazon and like online ordering. Yeah, I don't think we need a Best Buy. No, I think the one in Neversville is close enough. We're like, oh, I have tech problems or I need tech. Let me just go there. But how often do you need tech? If that makes sense. I think our number one focus on Alton. Let's just say that. We just need more food options. Um, I don't like more fast food places in general. I can't. You know, it sucks. I can't think of them right now. Yeah, see, I, I ask you, okay, which restaurant would you add? And you're like, fuck. I know. I know a lot of them we need to fix up. We basically just need a brand new one. I don't care mm-hmm. what y'all think of Steak and Shake. I want a better Steak and Shake. Yeah, I dude, I really hate what's happened to Steak and Shake, personally. Hmm. Have you noticed our... what's happened to Steak and Shake? Not just our Steak and Shake, Steak and Shake in general. Yeah, they're all like struggling, constantly closing. Not even, it, it's, well, not even it's... just that. You oh. Have you walked into a Steak and Shake? No. Recently. There, Last time I walked into one with pre-COVID. COVID ruined Steak and Shake. Like, legitimately. Yeah. I have stepped foot in multiple Steak and Shakes since after COVID because of DoorDash. Yeah. They don't have... They don't have a counter at which you order food now. You order food via screens. Okay. That's it. There's there's no There's nobody you walk up to. There's nobody there. It's literally just a couple screens. And then... I'm pretty sure you have to go up to get your order now. They don't bring it to you, like waiter style. See, my favorite part about Steak and Shake was, I mean, I thought the food was good because they're not cheap it was, but also I love fast food. But Steak and Shake is the kind of place you go to, you're going to get 
bur- like fast food burgers and ice cream together. And our second shake is so slow, we all know this, we know, okay, let's go chat for an hour and go to second shake and wait 50 minutes for our $3 meal. And have a good time. And the fact that it's basically not dining, that actually really upsets me. <laughs> wow. I, I think we should start our lovers steak and shake. I know ours <laughs> all suck. No, I'm serious. We just need every steak and shake just needs a complete remodel. Like, I don't want to say new staff because I don't know how the staffing's doing. Maybe they already had a new staffing because of COVID and the reopening. But we just need to start all over with steak and shake, and everyone should just give it one more try. I think Golden Corral we should shut down and reopen to start fresh with it too. Dude, Golden need- Corral. Is gross. I'm not, I'm we not need gonna a new. No, it, it's it, that's fact. It's absolutely bad. We need a brand. We just need to burn it and then rebuild it. <laughs> Eli, you should run for mayor. All right, I'm not eligible. And so would you many not be ways. eligible? What's the eligibility for mayor? Would people really trust some random person nobody knows as mayor? Wait. Uh, okay, that's that's not an eligibility requirement. Wait, requirements so. to be a mayor in a city. Of a city, sorry. Yeah, I to become really mayor, doubt it's going to be that many. Career explorer. Although no specific training is required to serve as mayor, obtaining a bachelor's degree in political science, business, or law will be right, provide a good foundation. So it's not a requirement, though? No. So... You want to run for mayor. Here's how to get started. <laughs> oh, this you, is mean, like you know fo- what I mean oh. by like requirements? So like president, you got to be 35. You have to be born in the United States. You can't have, you have like, to like live in the United States for like the past 12. Or, I don't fucking remember. I don't. But yeah, yeah, I know either. what you mean. Yeah, I don't actually know like requirements to be a mayor. Age of candidacy. Can, 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 uh, candidacy. Candidacy. Candace. Candace. Age of this laws in the United States. And we want mayor for <laughs> Illinois. Canada Canadisi. Okay, to be governor, it's twenty-five. Upper house twenty-one. Lower house twenty-one. Lieutenant governor twenty-five. Attorney general twenty-five. Secretary of State twenty-five. Treasurer twenty-five. That's not what we want. That, none of those are what we want. Oh, here we go. Local government. Uh, 30 years for these states? No. 25 years for these states? No. 21 years for these states? No. Dude, where's Illinois? I actually don't see it. Oh, wait. Most cities uh, with populations... Oh, so Illinois is 18 years old because it's not specified in the list of like... except. Exceptions. So yeah, you, you got eighteen to be mayor in Illinois. Okay. All right. Where do I apply? I could. I would vote for you for mayor. Unironically, I think you would do a good job. I think in all seriousness, I feel like my biggest trait would be I would like listen to everyone. I'd be like, okay. or be like, be like, hey, we need more businesses. I know y'all are really crazy about local businesses, but like, we also just need money in general. Yeah, if we get more money in general to city, we can get better local businesses. So see that's that's always been the fallacy of our city recently is like they're super like oh we need local businesses blah blah blah, 
but then they're super anti letting any big businesses in the area because they would hurt the local businesses, but they don't understand that like there wouldn't be businesses without money. So like you get what I'm and, saying? Like you need yeah, big and, businesses and, to and also to be have honest, the the chain businesses bring in most of the money. So if you're not getting a bunch of money for your city at all, you can't really have your local business. I see what you're saying. Hundred Like I've just been noticing businesses leaving here and there. Like Golden Corral closed down and then the uh the subway down on Broadway closed too. Oh, what was that? Like I that was like a month ago and I nobody knows why. They just post they literally just posted a sign that said, Yeah, we're closed. Like permanently. Oh. Okay, so we no longer have four subways in Alton. We're down to three. Wait, what three? Okay, there's the one on no, Washington. Wait, wait. Wait, no, stop. I'm thinking. There's the one on Washington. Yeah. Where else? There was the one on Broadway. That's gone. Yeah. Oh, wait. These two are in Godfrey. I was going to say, there are two in Godfrey. One of them by that Lewis and Clark Community College. And the other one yeah, by Godfrey. that Schnooks. Yeah, but I was like, no, that's Schnooks. actually Godfrey. Wait. The Godfrey Schnooks. Where? The one by that quick Where? Trip. Where's the subway? The, the sub... Okay, so you know where the, the quick trip is by Mr. Donut, right? Yes. Okay. Do you know where Emo's is over there by that quick trip? Is there a subway Not- there? There's a subway next to the Emos. Oh, okay. Does that count? I think that counts as Alton, Eli. Uh, oh. Interesting. Like, that's right on the edge, but I think that counts as Alton. It's so confusing. So we, it is as not. You guys, no, let me explain why. Okay, as you guys can clearly tell, we live in the city of Alton, right, Illinois, right? Our high school was on, like, the border of Alton and Godfrey. No, it's, it's in I, Godfrey. Oh, it's in. Oh, that's right. It is in Godfrey, and it has an Alton, Illinois address, and it's called Colin. Alton High School. Fucking subway, or rather maps.google.com, because I'm gonna answer this right now. If whether or not that subway over there. Okay, Schnooks, Emos. Is it in the same? I believe in you. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, subway. But I do believe in you. All right, subway's address is 500 West Delmar, Alton, Illinois. Wait, but Alton High School's address is Alton, Illinois. But we just talked about how it is in Godfrey. Is wait, hold on, fuck. I'm serious, and we know that because I remember like we were talking to somebody who like knew their stuff. Like, I think one of your relatives who you know, like who works for the city, mentioned this. That the border is actually like, okay, Alton, Illinois. No, yeah, you're right. Alton, Illinois. The border, yeah. Alton High School is outside of Alton, Illinois' border, but it has an Alton address. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, so Dusty, I looked it up. Okay, go to where like Bullhaven Lanes, Alton Farm and Home well, Supply. I also looked it up, Eli. If you type it, so if you go to maps.google.com, yeah, and you type Alton, in Illinois. Alton, Illinois, it'll give you yeah. the border. Uh, I just did that too. Okay, so we're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alton High School is not on the border of Alton, but it's, it's very outside. close. It's very close to the border. No, Eagle or no. I can't read that. Okay, Discount Carpet Store. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that is on the bo- dude. That front door is an Alton, and then their warehouse is the Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. So what's interesting? Yeah, no, Alton High School mm-hmm. is in Godfrey. I remember when Trace and I were coming home. Oh, came but across- but look, okay, type in Godfrey, Illinois. Emma's old house is not in Godfrey. Yeah. But it's also not in Alton. Yeah. Should you say it's that? A... What? Oh, that's fine, I guess. I was going to say, should you say that? They don't live there anymore. Oh, that's true. That's true. They yeah, don't, no, nobody that we know lives there anymore. Oh, No, yeah, they live then. right next to the high school, but like mm-hmm. they're outside of the border for Godfrey, but they're also outside of the border for Alton. Dude. Their mailing address was Alton, but that... It doesn't make no, any fucking sense. Why does this all confusing? have to be confusing? So when I was driving across the, the the bridge going to Missouri, I remember seeing the sign where it's like state line Illinois. And that sign is pretty early on the bridge to leave in Missouri. So that means like seven eighths of this bridge is actually Illinois. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The borders are weird. They are so. I mean, we all hear like the whole like memes. That memes. I'm sorry. Like the whole trendy post of like, here's a house that like the front yard is this country, but the backyard is this country. That kind yep. of stuff. Not yep. exaggeration, by the way, guys. There is a town in Canada, at least one town that I know of, whose mm-hmm. only there is a town in Canada, and the only way to get to and from no. There is a town in the United States, like in the United States, but it is, I'll show you a picture. It is on the edge. Oh, fuck. I got to show you. I, it's really uh, hard to explain. Let me just show you and then maybe you can so talk about yeah. more. Talk about something else real quick. No, you're good. I went up to uh, Brighton, Illinois for uh the dog groomer like business up there we went to and i forgot how far away that place was also i love how everybody knows how strict the cops are up there because everybody's going so slow which is a good thing obviously but yeah it it's interesting call of duty keeps updating so weird Uh... okay did you find it Uh, i'm looking okay i know there's a a road somewhere where if you're driving on the right side of the road you are in one country but it, you cannot cross lanes because the other lane is in a different country okay so here's a try- good example on google maps mm-hmm. look up point roberts washington it is a town that is located on the very end of like oh, a little island you see how it's like only accessible to the United States via plane or boat, but you yep. could drive through Canada to get back to the United States. Oh, that's hilarious. There's another place like that in where near where the Great Lakes are. I gotta find it real quick, but it's also really fucking funny. So fucking... for those guys, yeah, like you said, it's up in Washington, so like north of Seattle. So it's one of like the the corner of the head, if you will, of our country. I don't know how to word it. I lost my thought. Oh, here's one. Fucking. Nope, that's a national forest. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I remember when I was a kid and I thought Alaska was so tiny. I had a little like puzzle map up. The, I mean, a puzzle. You thought just Alaska a was tiny. Let me finish. I was like preschool, right? I had a map of the USA and it had Alaska and Hawaii just separate pieces that go in the corner of the map, but like a little puzzle kind of thing. And I was like, oh, Alaska must be tiny. And then one day I learned Alaska is actually not only big, but like half of the US big. And I was like, oh. That map wasn't to scale, and it really threw me off. <laughs> also, Is that really other... it? I thought there was another one. Keep talking, there are I'm some sorry. other ones. I just can't think of them, dude. Just give up. Don't worry about it. Move on. Yeah, it's that's okay. it, though. Point Roberts, Washington. It's it. It's what was this? Ta- what were we even talking about that led to this? Conversation? We were talking about restaurants and whatnot that we need in Alton, and then at one point we were talking about addresses of subway. Oh, weird subway addresses closed. and how addresses work. Yeah, yeah. Borders yeah. are stupid if you really think about mm-hmm. it because they're cl- they're they're what's known as a purely. They're just they're concept. Just, they're just concepts. Like a border isn't yeah. actually a physical thing. Like we we just all decided in our brains that this was going to be the border. Yep. But there's nothing geographically about it. It's like and why? the reality is like you know what crossing this point of a different country you can get in trouble. It's like <laughs> hmm. so interesting. See, I wanted. Okay, this had nothing to do with what we're talking about now. We're talking about borders of countries. I have a friend who apparently is actually going to Japan. I did not know about this. How dare they? I know. I'm going to uh, Canada for LTX, but I was like, okay, you know how many people out there, especially weebs, who say they would like to live in Japan? Let's be realistic here. How many of them will actually survive? And what I mean by that, well, Japan they're not gonna is, die, but like, not, no, but like, how many of them would be satisfied? Because Japan, for example, is a very work-heavy, like honor-heavy, just culture in general. I mean, if you go to Tokyo, I'm pretty sure it's complete. It's not. I'm pretty sure we know it's completely like, different. Like right? culture shock would be a big yeah. problem. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, it'd be awesome to live in Japan. Then you see how strict their workforce is. For example, are you really gonna like it there? Just because you like their TV shows and bo- and books, I don't think so. I feel like a lot of people would have a huge reality check, if they- or like, oh, okay, French people are known for being kind of impatient or pretty impatient. How many people say, "Oh, I love to visit France"? I don't think you would, dude. I feel like you would. Like, I'm, they're they're nice. They're not all assholes, but their language and culture is like, "What do you need? Cool, there it is." I don't. How many people will survive? We have a lot of people who are like, not we. Like, no, there are people. I don't know. Hold on a minute. Okay, moving to a different country, I think, will be a bigger reality check than a lot of people know. And by the way, this, we're at two hours and twelve minutes, but because I shat, we're really at like two hours and two minutes. What do you think? Um. Yeah, culture shock is the word you're oh, thinking yeah. of. Um, not reality check, but culture shock, and that is yeah. actually a legitimate like thing. Where, yeah. why'd you just give me a thumbs up? <laughs> I do that to like whenever we send each other the topics. I know, like, this is like a break point for our next set of topics. You can understand anyway, my confusion because cool. this is the first time you've done this, but um, no, I've been doing it multiple times. Anyway, culture shock, keep going. Culture shock because. Even just the most basic of concepts that we have here in the United States don't exist in other countries. Like, yeah. 
how utterly disrespectful in some Asian countries it is to walk around with your shoes on inside a building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you have different shoes for being inside a building. Um, And they take that seriously. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Even eating habits. Tipping is very different. It's weird that... Wait, other people find it weird that we tip. The United States is pretty much the only country that tips. And we also rely heavily on it. In some countries, it's actually offensive to tip. It's either, well, it it's okay be. to tip in a lot of Western countries. Yes. Um, If you really like the service, but it's not a normal thing. Yes. Like, you only tip somebody if they did a really good job. Or in America, you tip, you're, you're supposed to tip as, in my eyes, you tip if they did their best. And... That, and no, I mean, uh, in America, oh. we're, unfortunately, our system in America is we are expected to tip. You are expected to tip, yes, and it is important to tip. But also, we I have been told by food service workers themselves, for example, if we do poorly, we don't deserve a tip. So don't tip us. And I know this is kind of like controversial almost, but the reason why these people say this is because if you tip somebody, even if they are a dick and they do horrible service... You're giving them a tip to them. They did their job. They could keep like that for the rest of the shift or whatever. Where if you don't tip somebody because they did horrible service or they're an asshole, it's kind of like awakening. You're like, hey, I get it. Life happens. But dude, like, I don't, I don't want to say do your job, but like, you see what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I tip all the time. The only time I don't tip is when it's like you're being an absolute dick. And, and I get that. Yeah, no, yes. I totally get that. Like, mm-hmm. like, for, like it, this hasn't happened to me yeah. yet, but if like a DoorDash driver mm-hmm. were to just completely smash your food mm-hmm. or deliver it to like yeah. the wrong place or something. Mm-hmm. Like if I see you're trying your best and it's a 50 minute wait time, but you're running around the kitchen or whatever, like I get it. It's fine. But if it's like, okay, I, I can see you in the kitchen on your phone talking to your workmates and I'm waiting for my food still. I'm not going to tip you. And, and, and honestly, if I was in a situation, you should not, if I did that, you should not tip me. Um, or if my, if I, there was one time in my life I did not tip. I remember hanging out with friends, we ordered pizza. It was two hours and 20 minutes later, Little Caesars called us and they were like, we don't know where your driver is. By the time the driver got there, after we almost sent Colin to go pick up the food, it was two hours and 40 minutes and we did not tip that driver at all. And at Little that, Caesars, at the Little Caesars app said it was supposed to be a thirty-minute wait or fifty-minute wait. At that wait. point, at that mm-hmm. point, the fact that the Little Caesars was like, we don't know where the driver is, was the driver fired because that's that's that should have been the next move. It was a DoorDash driver. It wasn't through Little Caesars. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So Little Caesars were like, we don't know where you do. They actually gave us free food. Well, wait, they offered to give us free food, but then we didn't have it when they showed up. <laughs> And I don't know if like I don't know if the little Caesar people like forgot their free food or actually didn't give it to us or I doubt it. Actually, See, I kind of don't. Maybe the driver you re- took the you free reported food. the driver, right? No, we were so angry. We just took the we actually took the food, threw a one dollar bill at the guy, and then went downstairs. See, unfortunately, because you didn't do anything, he probably ended up continuing that behavior. I know. And, and that's something we should have reported. So, he, like, it shows up on his DoorDash, like, account. Like, hey, bad star. Like, it affects yeah, you. 
Yes. Please, for the love of God, yes. this goes to you and anybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. Do your part in rating drivers. Give give mm-hmm. a rating to a driver, both drivers and just anywhere. Honestly, rating is really important because it helps weed out bad apples. I hate to say it that way, but like Eli's rush driver, yes, that no, was I, gone for like yeah. That was your your rush driver. You said how long? It's supposed to be a 15-minute wait time. It took us two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, he was over an hour. He was almost two hours late to giving you your food. That DoorDash driver, should that person should not be a DoorDash driver. And giving them no. a bad review would let, let DoorDash know. Yes. Like, here's the thing. Maybe you witnessed a car accident. Okay. Dude, tell us. Communicate. Something. If you're late, at the very minimum, let us know your why or that you're late. Something. Yeah. He didn't communicate at all on the app, the email, phone number, none of it. And like I said, that's why Little Caesars called it. Because they were like, dude, we're, we don't know where he is. Um, I fully agree you should always review drivers. I wish I did that day. I really do. And also, one more thing. When you're reviewing, before in the episode, when you're reviewing restaurants or like stores, I hate it so much when people will review it based off of one experience. I, I don't praise the place, but also don't crap on the place if you've only been there once. I fully yeah. live for that. I don't know. I've had really shitty... Because like, if you go into a restaurant for the first time and yeah. it is a really shitty experience, there's a big chance you're not going to go back. Yeah. Like, okay, so, okay, if it's really shitty, definitely like, okay, maybe that's a sign you should give it a one-star review. Like, if you walk in a restaurant and like... They drop their food on you and don't apologize. Okay, or that's completely. I fair. think. I think. I think the one thing that I do see the most that really bothers me yeah. about restaurants now is the restaurants who hire like teenagers or like or like young adults and or just employees in general who just like are slacking around. It's very like you can see like for example like a McDonald's or something and you and yeah. you and McDonald's are built to where you can see the kitchen, you can see the staff. And yep. they're just fucking farting around or not doing their job, you know? They're not working as mm-hmm. efficiently as they could be or, like, even as reasonably as they could be, you know? Yeah. That's a really shitty experience, and I'm going to leave a bad review because I'm like, okay, obviously this store isn't ran properly, and, and, the, and this bad review should get to management because those managers aren't doing their job. Like, I've been to plenty, yeah. especially fast food restaurants, where, like, wow, this is a shitty experience because... I'm waiting almost 30 minutes for my food that should have only taken like five or 10 minutes because I can see them just messing around. Like we all know what McDonald's price tastes like. So if you see they're cold or something, it's not because the food's bad. It's because either the staff was waiting, like not something with the staff. They left the food out too long. They took forever. They're not giving you the food, whatever it may be. That kind of stuff. If you got your fries and they're cold on the spot, that's not the fries. That's because the workers did something wrong. And then whether or not why something happened wrong with the workers is a different story. But, okay, if you, let's say you go to a restaurant. And like I said, if that example, like they drop the food on you, flip you off and don't care, yeah, don't go there again. Give them a one-star review. But if you go to a restaurant first time, and it's like a, a bad wait time and all that stuff, but you still like your food or whatever, or it was like a little cold, honest to God, dude, maybe it's just a Saturday at peak time. Maybe it's whatever it may be. Maybe the food actually is good. But... I do argue, though, people who like go to a place once and praise the crap out of it, and then they'll recommend the restaurant. I go there, and it's not that good. It's like, okay, did you only go there once, and you just had like a really good day? Or like, I don't know, something was off, and for some reason, it was like 
Uh, does that make sense? I have. You should never judge an experience off a one off a one go. So are you saying anytime you go somewhere, don't review on your first time? Yeah. If I go to a restaurant and I've only been there once, I will go again, even if I wasn't a huge fan of it. I want to give it one more try. Now, by the second time, if I don't like it, I don't go. So, for example, there was a pizza place I went to recently that I wasn't that big of a fan of. But I'm like, okay, let me try it one more time to just see if it was that day or if it, I really just don't like it. I don't know, because you can change your reviews. Yeah, you can. So, like, if you review the first mm-hmm. time, you can, mm-hmm. and then you go a second time, and you're like, you know what, I actually like it, you can change your review. But I think I think you should just review whenever you feel like you need to review, because, like, it, it gives an honest, an honest opinion. Because, like, mm-hmm. regardless of if it's, that, if it's your first time, everybody that's there at that given moment is having a bad time. Yeah. Now, so you're I... letting people know that that time you had a bad time, you know? I do actually like try to get feedback. Reviews, I typically uh, almost never do because honest to God, when I go to a place that I leave, I check the reviews. And my experience, most of the time, they have the reviews they deserve. But it's a bad place and I see they got one star, I don't leave another one star review because they already got one star. People are already saying they're bad. <laughs> if I go to a place and it's okay but not perfect and they got three star review, they already got what I think they deserve. But if I go to a place and let's say they're, it says they're open on Tuesdays or they're open after 5 p.m. on Google Maps and that's false, I will go report the false time on Google Maps. I'm so doing I got my a good part. E- I got a good example. <laughs> I always yeah. uh, rate my DoorDash deliveries that mm-hmm. I get. I don't get to, I yeah. don't get DoorDash that often, but when I do, I do leave ratings. Today, I left a four-star review for the driver, not a five-star. Okay. And okay, I want you to tell me whether or not this is petty, but I do this because I am a DoorDash mm-hmm. driver myself, and I feel like. When door when other DoorDash drivers are not doing their best, it's giving all of us bad rap. Because you you've DoorDash too. You know how easy the job is, relatively speaking. You it's, just follow instructions. It's easy. It's easy. So for yes. today, my DoorDash instructions have always been please place the food inside my enclosed porch. I have an enclosed glass porch. And yes. all you have to do is open the little door. And this mm-hmm. is a big open porch with nothing in it. You just put it in there and close the door. I do that with mm-hmm. everything I ever have delivered just because I like it. I like knowing that because you can't you can't see what's on what's in the porch from the road. So that way people don't mm-hmm. come up and steal things. And also like it just keeps it out of the rain and I don't have to walk all the way through the porch to open the door and then get it. Anyways, uh, it's also yeah. it, also it's just it's better for the well, food to be under a roof. Also it's kind of a test. Honest to God, I do it as a test because yeah. every time you deliver something, if you've ever done freelance delivery for DoorDash, Amazon, or anything, yeah, it tells you get to the delivery screen. You're gonna deliver the thing. It you have instructions in front of you, special instructions, and then it tells you what the special instructions are. Yes. Unfortunately, over half of the deliveries that I have gotten. They were not placed in the porch. And I don't know if it's because they just straight up don't read the instructions or they just ignore them. But that determines how I rate you. And, and I've noticed when and I'm on the phone is call. Is that petty you. or is that like. No, I don't think it's petty. Because you're st- first of all, you gave them a four star, not a five. That's still a good review. Because they got the food here. A- yes. They got the food but here quickly. They did their job. They did what they yes. needed to do. But they failed. 
the fundamental part of just reading the instructions. It would have taken them yes. an extra second. And think about the way a four-star review as a DoorDash driver, you can still dash. You still have a positive review. You're still fine. But yeah. not having that fifth star, not being perfect shows, hey, you got one more thing to work on, but you are doing good. Keep up your job. I've had, and that's the, mm-hmm. I've had, I have now done over a hundred, uh, over 1000 deliveries with DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just hit my 1000. I am top dasher. I'm top 1% in the area. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm just saying like, I have experience as a yes. dasher. Um, I always, every single order that I've ever done, I always read the special instructions and I always comply by the special instructions within my limits. So for example, there have been times where like I would have to not do the special instructions because I don't feel safe doing it. Like yes. there have been times where customers would request we put their we bring their delivery to the back door of a house and I don't feel comfortable doing that a lot of the time because like you're stepping into somebody's property away from the view of the street. And you you never know who who lives here or like what the situation is. God forbid you're in the wrong house, but I I try not to deliver to wrong houses. I also would not want to go in somebody's yard. If if I don't know you, even if you gave me permission, I don't feel comfortable. The only time I'll comply like with a like Mm. please bring it to the back door is two scenarios. One, Mm. well, two two factors. I that has to meet two requirements. One, it's well lit, so if it's nighttime, you have to have your lights on back there. And yeah. two, there's no fence. I will never go through a fence. I'm sorry. No, that's but that's fin- I won't go through a fence because animals are a huge thing. Because like, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't pay attention to the status of their DoorDashes or their deliveries. And they I deliver. My out. roommate Austin, he delivers for Austin. For he delivers yeah. for Austin. He for delivers Amazon. for Amazon. And there have been a lot of times where like there's a dog or something like a mm-hmm. like a like a violent dog that's there that's being kept behind the fence. No, so mm-hmm. I follow instructions to a point to which, you know, I feel comfortable doing it. But like it's it's not that hard to follow instructions. Like customers most of the time instructions will be like uh please don't knock or please do knock, please ring doorbell or please yeah. place on bench, place in box, place on this specific chair. It's just like why not read those it it takes it takes you what an extra few seconds. I've had uh, everyone has had orders where the food's been out for probably ten minutes and they didn't knock, even when you stole up the knock. And we all know how frustrating that is. Okay, okay. From the perspective of a DoorDash driver, yes. If you do not specifically tell us to knock or ring your doorbell, okay, I will not do it because you because, did the application, right? Because because. I expect because if 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 I have a 99% of my DoorDash deliveries don't have any special instructions. If okay. it is a regular DoorDash delivery, uh, leave at door delivery. There's no special instructions. I will walk up, take the picture, mark as delivered, and then drive away. Okay, That's it is fair. it is the customer's responsibility to pay attention to the like seven different notifications you get like. Oh, he's in your neighborhood. Oh, he's two minutes away. Oh, he's pulling up. Oh, yeah. He's he's walking up. Oh, he's up. It just got delivered. Oh, here's the picture. Like if you don't get any of those seven notifications, that's your own problem. <laughs> Dude, when when Tracy and I order like Papa John's, she's constantly like, "Do you have a notification? Do you have a notification? Do you have a notification? Yep, they're on the way. Yes, are they here yet? 
Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I I have had that before where like I've gotten a bad review because somebody was like, I didn't know it was delivered and it ended up sitting there for thirty minutes. I was like, what the fuck were you doing for thirty minutes? Like you didn't think to go check? Like it really is like they probably have it's and this is their fault they probably have the entire app muted as a whole and it's like all right miss out on notifications unfortunately if you want to if you want to know from my experience mm-hmm. a lot of the time people will order and yeah it's basically metaphorically like they just they ordered the food and then threw their phone out the window like that that yeah. is effectively what happens because they order it and then, God forbid, they're probably having sex or they're like, I'm going to take a <laughs> nap or I'm going to watch yep. a movie or I'm going to play video games or whatever. I don't understand <laughs> it from the from the mindset of a fat person because I'm like, all I can think about is the food being <laughs> delivered. <laughs> um, but, oh, no, the main reason why I don't knock or uh, ring the doorbell is because mm-hmm. the amount of times at which I knocked or rang the doorbell without being asked and the customer was actually upset about it compared to times when the customer appreciated it. It, it, Customers, most people don't like interacting with strangers, believe it or not. Most people... Yeah. In my experience, it's also like, oh, you woke up a dog and I woke up the kid. Yes, it's waking up the dog, waking up the kid, or that person just mm-hmm. got home from work and they they just had a long day. They don't want to interact with me, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But if I am ringing the doorbell or knocking on the door when I don't have to, that is immediately like calling their attention. Well, I can't be weird. I have to go to the door to go get this now. I can't yeah. just pretend to not be here until they leave. Yeah. And people don't want that interaction. It sours the mood. Like me, when I order, I don't want them to ring the doorbell or knock just because I'm like, I don't I don't want that, you know, because it disturbs everybody in the house. And I totally get the dog thing, too. The dog thing is probably 90% of it because I grew up yes. in a house with dogs. Anytime somebody knocked or fucking rang the doorbell, it'd be like all hell broke loose. <laughs> and the dog is going to wake up everybody in the house. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Um, door dashing is incredibly easy. Literally... Pick up the food, make sure you get the right order, and make sure you get everything that's listed, and then take it from point A to point B, and then put everything down in the spot that they told you to put it down. Like, the only hard part about DoorDashing, I got lucky I didn't have this, but some addresses on Google Maps may be a little off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I am... I'm pretty good with Google Maps. Like... So anytime that there is a wrong address and I find the right address, I immediately go in there and edit the address on Google Maps. Because fun fact, you can do that. You can collaborate. Yes. So you I do that immediately. Like, you can report like, hey, yep. this should be here. Not yep. Here. Yep. Yep. Um, no, honest to God, the hardest part for me for DoorDash, a couple different things, but the main thing has always been restaurant interactions. Restaurant employees... And I get it because mm. I understand that other DoorDash drivers are assholes. There are a lot of DoorDash drivers that are complete fucking dickwads because yeah. they're DoorDashing and because they're DoorDashing, they're probably DoorDashing because they can't get a real job because they're dickwads. But <laughs> <laughs> you I can, joke I, about I, that. I don't have a real job. I will admit, I DoorDash. I don't have a real job. 
because work. I don't because I lost my real job because I was lazy and I was late to work all the time. But yeah. a lot of these people, they're on the end of a rope. They can't get another job. They are DoorDash and they're fucking dickheads. And unfortunately, the store employees they over time they just assume every DoorDash driver is a dickhead, so they'll treat me like I'm a dickhead. Like they'll be annoyed that I'm there. They'll be annoyed that I'm asking questions. You know, they'll talk you to me I, rudely. You, when you worked at Walmart, you and I will both rant about DoorDash drivers. But now you're on the other side of the situation, and now you're seeing like, okay, it's not all DoorDash is bad because Walmart people can suck too. All that it's. I don't say sucky people can suck, but like you know, it's it's no particular. It's role. it's such a weird position in a restaurant because like mm-hmm. you're as a DoorDasher, you're no longer a customer, but you're also not a coworker to them. Yeah, you're like an annoying gremlin. You're legitimately a th- you're a third party. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It that's the worst part for me is in store interactions because I've had a couple sour in store interactions. Um, customers mm-hmm. nine times out of ten are perfectly fine. You know, um, there have been weird times and this, if anybody is listening, first off, hats off to you for listening. <laughs> also, yes. if you, if you DoorDash or if you deliver like I do, once you drop off your delivery and it's off your screen, it is no longer your problem. That's something that people need to understand because I've, because Emma DoorDash is a little bit too. And I try to explain that to her because Emma is the type of person where like if she she's a people pleaser, if she feels like she upset somebody, she will make it her number one priority to fix the situation, even if it's not a responsibility. No, the moment the order is out of your hands and you completed your part of the job, the cus- there is no re- reason for you to continue communicating with the customer. So I've had customers be like, hey, they'll text me after I deliver the order and I've left. They'll be like, hey, my... Uh, my fries are missing in their sealed bag. Their sealed bag, their fries are missing. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, there is literally no way for me to have known that because I'm not going to open your sealed bag, right? See, think about it this way. If you order DoorDash food, you don't want the driver to go through your food. I would hope so. There are actually a lot of scenarios now i don't know why it started doing this but a lot of doordash orders now when you go to pick them up it won't even tell you how many items it has it won't tell you how many items it has it won't tell you what the item it is annoying because it's been like the past month or so that i've noticed a couple of orders here and there where i'll pick them up and it'll say taco bell one item and it won't say anything else and they'll hand me like 17 items what i know it doesn't make any sense but i'm just i'm just basically saying that all we can do as DoorDashers is see what we have on our screen, whatever information it wants to give us, and then ask the employee, is that everything? And the employee will yeah. say yes, and we'll bring it to you. And after we deliver it to you, if something's wrong with your order, it's fine to be upset, but understand that either it was that nine times out of 10, it was probably the restaurant didn't give the driver everything. Don't call mm-hmm. a restaurant. Don't call the driver, call customer support and they will figure everything out for you. Me as a jasher, I never, I try to never call restaurants or customers directly unless I have to. I, nine times out of 10, when there's an issue, I call customer support because little known facts, customer support will handle everything for you. Yes, it is. So 
yeah, if if like the stores, uh, if I, yeah, what's a good example? Um, if the store hands me everything, but they're out of like chicken strips, and the and the customer wanted chicken strips, I will then call customer support, be like, hey, they don't got chicken strips, and then the customer support agent will call the store to double check, and then they'll call the customer, and then they'll tell me what to do next. It's Doordashing is so fucking easy if you don't make it hard for yourself it really is it's you gotta think i mean it's a concept grab food for person bring food to person you're you are third you legitimately a third party company so if something messed up it's not your fault unless you specifically unless you specifically like ate their french fries while driving it to them if you stole their food or specifically left something in the car or smash something or spilled something. Yeah. It's not your fault. Whatever the case may be. Then yeah. So So I mean, now even... for example, ever since I learned this trick about like well, learning the trick of not caring if it's not your problem. It that sounds so harsh, but it's the truth. So like for example, I drop mm-hmm. off an order of a sealed food bag and it doesn't have a specific specific item. Customer will attempt to call me or text me. I just I just don't respond because it's it's I, I, I'm not because if I did respond, it would either make the situation worse. It would just make the situation worse 100 percent because either then there would be an expectation of me going to the restaurant, grabbing the item and bringing it to them without being paid. Yeah. Or you don't you know, it would be me telling the customer no, pissing off the customer and they give me a bad review. You know what sucks is that you can't be like, hey, here's a customer support thing. They will help you. Because be honest, they'll be like, no, you should fix this. It's like, no, I'm not supposed to. Yeah, also, that's why I, I just can't. don't. I don't answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what no. sucks too. Because then they're like, oh, they're ignoring you. No, they're doing what they're supposed to, and that's it. Because I'm gonna talk to you in a minute. Walmart is. You work at <laughs> Walmart, so you know the struggle. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Like how many people? It, any customer service job. How many times are they calling us? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, cool story, bro. We can't do this. Here's the right phone number. Here's the dot com phone number or whatever. Dude, they I think part of the reason why Walmart wanted to get rid of me for the longest time is because any time a customer would start to become irate with me or mm-hmm. raise their voice at me or anything, I would just hang up the call. Every you know, time. That's so bad, it, but that's so fair. It was I'm such a good way of it was such a good way of dealing with it because mm-hmm. I immediately remove myself from the situation when I feel myself getting frustrated instead mm-hmm. of escalating the problem by cursing back at them. Which is fair. What I would do is, I'm, I'm okay, this is the last thing, topic we have before we end the show. And I've learned when I'm on customer service a couple of things. One, when you're talking to them on the phone, what I do is a very monotone, straightforward voice. No, which is not depressed and I want to end my life voice. But <laughs> is I'm that like, what that was? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm like, thank you for calling me Walmart. How can I help you? That kind of stuff, right? Or like, whatever Walmart. Straightforward to the point, right? I've learned, like, oh, it sounds like he knows what he's doing. Here's my problem. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, here's Walmart.com. Phone number is yada yada yada. And they're like, okay, thank you. Or they'll be like a little irritated, but like, oh, he actually gave me the right thing. Cool. He leave me in the right direction. Yay. Yeah. And it's like, okay. There are I I I've learned you don't you're not dumb, because everyone's different. I don't do like uh a, any form of like 
kissed up boys or whatever. I'm just like, let's get straight to the point. Let's fix your problem. Because to be honest, you probably will be more happy if your problem was just fixed. And I've learned for me that works out the best. Also, I already have like a resting Eli face anyway. So it's just who I am naturally as it is. Oops, made a typo. Oops, I just deleted the entire thing I had in my thing. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we end the show? No, I feel like we hit all of our points. Did we hit all of our points we wanted to talk about this week? Yeah, we got all our topics. Did we? Okay. Yes. Was I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Um, Damn. Okay. And if I did, I would save it for next week. So we have more right. stuff next week. Well, thank you, Eli, as always, for joining me. Um, yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you like this episode, we are releasing new episodes every week at Monday at midnight, Monday Central Time. So, the, yeah, Central Time Zone Mondays. I know what you mean. First no, thing in the day. But anyways, mm-hmm. new episodes every Monday. Um, please subscribe if you liked it so that you are told whenever new updates come out um we uh these update these updates oh i guess they are counted as updates these new episodes are released on youtube as well if you like listening on youtube are available on every podcast platform you can follow us on facebook and twitter as well for notifications about new episodes and that is basically all i have to say because we don't have any sponsors yet so (laughs) no Uh, uh all right as always thank you for having me dude and uh, we will yeah. see you guys in the next one. Bye. Peace.